The following is an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. Pirate fans, welcome to the U.S. Cellular 5th Quarter Postgame Call-In Show, brought to you by U.S. Cellular. Be sure to visit one of ECU graduate Brandon Tate's Platinum Certified U.S. Cellular stores and experience the highest standard of customer service. Call in on the live line at 317-1250. Now, with a complete recap of the game and your phone calls, live from the Pirate Radio Studios, here's your host of the U.S. Cellular 5th Quarter, Clip Brock. Billy, they're running our favorite play. Victory formation, <laughs> take a knee. Mike Houston looks like a proud papa. Yeah, he does. Looking at his team, he's Look, firing them up. Huge up. win, baby. Huge win. He knows. Huge oh, win. Oh, boy. He well, knows that's a big win. How about an ass whooping tonight? Ass whooping. Wow. At Dowdy Ficklin Stadium, East Carolina 34, UCF 13. Pirates beat them down in a complete performance. Yeah. All sides of the ball weave. What a beautiful thing to see. Turnovers, man. Four turnovers mm. by this defense. Probably should have been five on the uh, incomplete pass that was uh, should have been a, a fumble. But, uh, man, just a complete game by the Pirates. I don't think UCF expected East Carolina to be as fast as they were on defense. I mean, they, they showed some speed tonight. Yeah, we looked really like did. the Florida team. Right, if you want to right. put it like they that. They did. I mean, uh, I expected to see a really fast UCF team. Welcome to a Southern where new team. and current customers choose. We will take a break. Come <laughs> back. Shirley's getting your calls. 317-1250. The Pirates are celebrating on the field. We had a party at Dowdy Ficklin. We'll continue the party. Party at our place right here on the U.S. Sailor Fifth Quarter Call-In Show. We're back after this. You're listening to the U.S. Cellular 5th Quarter Postgame Call-In Show. Here's Clip Brock. All right, Pirates win it big tonight, 34-13 over UCF. I think we can say the best win in the Mike Houston era. Without a doubt. Best win of the year, obviously. Uh, Signature win, if you want to call it that. They're receiving votes in the top 25. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so. I mean, I think when you think of signature wins, you think of, you know, a team out of the ACC because that's what we see. You know, of course, you think about the North Carolinas, the NC States, things like that. But, yeah, I think it's a signature win. Five and one team, like you said, receiving votes. Big win. We'll see uh, what you have to say tonight on the U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call and show. The Pit Electric live line is locked and loaded at the moment. Also, shout out to Parker's Barbecue for the awesome postgame food. Weave has already had some banana pudding. He was already in a good mood, but that put him over the top. Well, that was my celebratory banana pudding. Mm. I didn't break it open until the game was in hand. And it was uh, great as always. Yeah, so I had an extra couple minutes in the fourth quarter to enjoy it. I'm still working on this giant brownie from Well, earlier. you better work on it quick because it won't <laughs> sit there long. You take on take That's off fair. out of here to go to the bathroom or something and it's come back and it'll be gone. All right, Rod, David, Gene, hang on. We'll start with David in Greenville. Hey, David. Clipper! Yes, sir. Man, how about them freaking pirates, buddy? About them freaking pirates! Yeah, unbelievable, man. Hey, look, who was number 24 on the kickoff, man? That dude needs to be uh, on talking to you guys on Monday because that dude was just lighting folks up, man. Uh, I don't know who he is, but I I like him on special teams. That dude was just flying and, you know, put carrots on the win and just blowing people up. That was awesome to see. Um, Not going to talk much tonight. Hope somebody went and got Gus while I was on some barbecue, maybe some Parkers. And, uh, <laughs> love the show. And, uh, 
Let's go, Pirates. One more and we're going bowling, baby. Woo! All right, David. Thank you, sir. Number 20. You know who that is, Chandler? Number 24 for East Carolina? Jack Powers. Powers. Jack, Jack Powers. Powers. Uh, linebacker for the Pirates. And David, like what he saw tonight from the special teams of Jack Powers. What, 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 um, Eli Manning. When he did the thing, what was he? Powers? Did you did you see that <laughs> when he tried out for the uh, uh, Chad Chad Powers? Yeah. Chad Powers. Uh, so Kenny Powers, the uncle. Chad Powers. Of, uh, of Chad Powers going to go deep. Chad Powers about to go deep. Look at this. You're gonna you're gonna see Chad Powers' arm. We go next to Gene in Atlantic. Hello, Gene. Hey boys, how you doing? Doing Great. good. Let me tell you, I'm calling to talk about the big dogs. We saw some big dogs tonight. How about that D-line? They're soaking up blocks. They're keeping everybody fresh. Everybody's getting to the tackle. They're like they were chasing Plumlee around like it was a goodie bag. You know what I'm saying? They were on it tonight. And then our O-lines, they're protecting. We're, we're soaking up clock. I mean, if you can't get behind this game tonight, that boy showed up and showed out tonight. I mean, I want to hear what y'all think about it. But I love these Pirates. Let's go. All right. Yeah, they were uh, – I thought it almost looked like the Pirates didn't blitz a whole lot from my naked eye. Now, I'm told uh, every show I do by you folks, keep me on my toes, that I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, I saw them sit back, a lot, some coverage sacks yep, tonight yep. for East oh, yeah. Carolina, and they were chasing Plumlee around and getting to them, and uh, great pressure from the Pirates tonight without sending too many. I well, and the thing is, is when you play a quarterback like that, I mean, you could see his speed. The guy was really quick. Uh, he cut well. When you play a quarterback like that, if you send pressure on the edges, he's going to run up the middle. He's going to gouge you for 15, 20 yards. They did sit back, but they got coverage sacks. They got four sacks tonight, and that was all on the secondary. Secondary covered, and they covered for a long time. That allowed uh, those defensive linemen to chase uh, Plumley around. They got to him four times. All right, 317-1250. We keep the calls going uh, here on the U.S. Sailor 5th Quarter Call-In Show. David is up next in Garner. Hey, David. How about them Pirates, man? I, I I don't know. I don't even know where to start. I mean, the secondary was off the chain. The offense was off the chain, especially the running game. I mean, just everybody was off the chain. Everybody was running to the ball on the defensive side. I mean, I I don't know what to say. It, it was a This is a Pirates we should have seen all year. Uh, even special teams showed up. I mean, you know, we had that one missed field goal, you know, no biggie there. But, I mean, everybody showed up. They played some amazing ball, and I, I can't wait to see uh, the next game. And I hope they show up like that, like they did tonight, man. They were all over it, like white on rice. Yes, sir. And, uh, look, every game's different, every matchup, every opponent, every feeling, every mood. So it's hard to kind of recreate that energy, especially when you're on the road at BYU next week. Sure, it'd be awesome to see this kind of performance every week, but they did look like a team determined uh, tonight, Weave. Well, it's funny because I was wondering which team would show up for East Carolina tonight because we've seen both sides of the football for East Carolina. We've seen the good, the bad, and the ugly, and tonight we saw a lot of good. I pick you UCF because of the trend, and that was a whole lot of points against Campbell, not a lot against Navy, a lot against USF, not a lot against Tulane, a lot against Memphis. I was thinking, all right, do we have another letdown? Uh, No, we did not tonight. Well, and this was a defense coming into Dowdy-Ficklin Stadium that was giving up an average of only 14 points a game. Yep. East Carolina hung, what, 34 on them? 
Yeah. They, I mean. I I listened to a uh, Pirate Radio listener the other day. It was actually Wednesday after uh, AJ's uh, sports trivia with Clip Brock, and a guy came up to me and said, hey, I got a, a score for you for Saturday. And I was like, all right, what do you got? He said, 24-10 Pirates. And I was like, if the if ECU only gives up 10 points to UCF, I'll be tickled to death. Yeah. And that's exactly what they did tonight. They only gave up 13 points. Robert on a uh, on Facebook says, "I saw a rocked up guy play tonight. We also saw Rick DeBrew, uh, Rick DeBrew, yeah, who yeah. Uh, started the year with uh, started off uh, on the year on the scout team, and he gets in and makes a big play tonight with a sack. Yeah, UCF just, scoring big thirteen tonight, one more than Big Twelve points ooh. in the game against East Carolina. <laughs> All right, uh, da- David, anything else?" Yeah, I think speaking of Big Twelve, I think Big Twelve needs to hang up on UCF and pull ECU in, man. We got it like that. We got a bet. We got a call on the other line. UCF, hang on. Let me get this. <laughs> yeah, right. It's right. coming from uh, a two five two area code. All right, David. Thanks, man. Yes, sir. All right, there's David and Gardner. We now go to Rod in Wilmington. Rod, what's up? Uh, hey guys, what a game! What a game! Uh, I tell you what, uh, Holton Naylor's poise and confidence he he led he led the way uh, both sides of the ball uh, in maximum effort maximum aggression and uh i said it last week uh, the key to these games is putting pressure on the, these good quarterbacks and uh, they did it tonight they didn't bring a whole lot of people but the, the guys they brought they they rattled him he he uh threw, threw up three interceptions and fumbled one time and um i mean yeah, our guys, they were they were jacked up and they were ready to play. And, uh, uh, last Thursday, when you had AC on there, you you, you had the uh, multiple choice <laughs> for the outcome of the game. I believe you picked us to to lose, and the other fella, I forget what's the other fellow's name, and AC uh, picked us to win. I picked us to win, and uh, uh, you know, I, I think. Uh, I watched Cincinnati today. Those guys got rattled in that game. Uh, you know, penalties galore. And uh, I don't think it's anybody we can't beat from here on out. I think we can end up with a real good season. Uh, they keep playing like that. Uh, I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to turn out good, I believe. Yes, sir, Rod. And uh, I did indeed to pick UCF and was happy to be proven wrong tonight by this Pirate football team. They were awesome. <laughs> playing tonight all right rod anything else uh i think uh think that's it i'm just i mean i'm happy with you pal and uh go pirates all right we'll see you uh next friday that's right folks a friday night some friday night lights we oh yeah uh next week here on the u.s sailor fifth quarter calling show so looking forward to talking to you folks then all right we'll get a break in bryce kevin and for the first time in 2022 Captain Bill has called in. Captain Bill, notorious for his rants after losses, but Captain Bill might want to celebrate tonight. Did we get a positive Captain Bill call Yes, we've heard him positive every now and then, but uh, Captain Bill is on the line. I know Bryce is ready to go. He's going to be fired up. (laughs) All right, we'll get to your calls on the Pit Electric Live line when we return on the U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call-in show. Back with you after this. You're listening to the U.S. Cellular 5th Quarter Postgame Call-In Show. 
Here's Clip Brock. Now, with the Pirate Radio scoreboard, here's Shirley Rhodes. All right, uh, this just went to a final in uh, University Park. Penn State just took it to Minnesota. 45-17 is the final. Jimbo Fisher is in all sorts of trouble it, with uh, Texas A&M as they are trailing South Carolina right now 30-24 to with just about 10 seconds left to, ga- to go in the game. Oregon State is uh, beating up on Colorado right now 42-9 in the fourth quarter. Kansas State is trailing TCU 38-28 with eight minutes to go in that game. Louisville has a 17-10 lead over Pittsburgh in the fourth quarter. It is Wyoming 14, Utah State nothing in the second quarter. San Diego State leads Nevada 10-0 in the first. And Washington has a 6-0 lead over California in the uh, final seconds of the first quarter. And that is a look at your Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard. It is brought to you by The Buck, your beacon of music in the land of the Pirates. They're open from noon until 2 a.m. with live music every night. And right now during football season, you can join The Buck for Sunday Fun Day with football, food trucks, live music, giveaways, and the largest 4K TV in eastern North Carolina. Follow The Buck on Instagram for updated schedules, and we'll see you at The Buck. Now let's head back into the U.S. Cellular fifth quarter postgame call-in show. Here's your host, Clip Brock. All right. I uh, didn't get a text from Bryce Williams all night, but I just got one. Three words. Dag gum right from Bryce Williams as he is fired up watching his Pirates. Are you sure Bobby Bowden didn't just text you? <laughs> it's a pretty similar uh, <laughs> when you, uh, you you talk about those two. All right. Uh, we are live on the U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call-in show. Taking your calls and celebrating a pirate victory tonight. A beatdown over the UCF Knights, 34-13. to We'll keep the calls rolling. Johnny D, Captain Bill, Kevin, hang on. We go to Bryce in L.A. What's up, Bryce? The year is 1993, September 18th. It's a hot afternoon in Greenville, North Carolina, and a 17-year-old Bryce Wagner is attending his second East Carolina football game he's ever been to. We are playing the UCF Golden Knights. Marcus Crandell rebounding off not a great loss to Syracuse the week before, coming in, throwing dimes, and then play gets called dead. Two and a half seconds later, UCF defensive end comes in and breaks his leg. Ever since then, the UCF Knights have been nothing but a bunch of punk, jabroni, sorry, low-class, no tier, no Disney World day pass having one of the big time football ever uh, team that, that's ever been out there. And you know what? They're gone, and we are now eleven and ten against them. We got the winning record. They can go take it to, to the to the Big Twelve or whatever, and they can suck it. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Laugh. I tell you what, there was no love lost on the field between those two teams tonight because if you were at the stadium, you could see some of the chippiness. And uh, I mentioned that coming in here. The first half, UCF was doing a lot of chirping, man, and that ended at the end of the first half when they were down 17-3 and they were going into the uh, locker room for halftime. Not a chirp out of one of those guys on the sidelines. It was totally different in the second half. So, man, I, I they the, the Pirates totally took the wind out of the night sales tonight. Absolutely. I'll tell you what it felt like. Uh, I know you got them all lined up. I'll tell you what this felt like. Um, uh, and by the way, I, I think that the only thing that Captain Bill's ever been positive about is maybe some blood tests. 
But um, <laughs> man, <laughs> wow! But I'm bum, yes, sir. <laughs> uh, I was sitting there, and I tell you what, I was like, man, because on paper, you know, they're doing they're doing Sega video game numbers, right? You know, defense, offense. But after that first interception, I was like, I remember when Case Keenum came into town and was putting up those video game numbers, and we t- and we took all the wind out of his sails. Did it again today. A lot going on today, man. I was just, I'm proud. Again, you guys all said it. I was like, this is Mike Houston's best win. Everybody should be proud. I hope they keep up the uh, intensity. Holton, you know, throwing those short passes, taking the sack we needed to, throwing away what he needed to. We used to try to force it. Um, that was, you know, taking, and uh, I, I like how they moved. Last thing I'll say is, I like how they moved CJ to the inside and having Isaiah on the outside. And man, he's unstoppable underneath. And what, what a wonderful wrinkle that's open for our offense. Um, I am proud of Pirates. Proud of you guys. Fun watching uh, you guys. Chandler, uh, you, will you follow me back on TikTok? You're a big giant TikTok star now. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, going to the game with the Ch- with Chandler is like a, an experience. He's uh, you got to shoot videos. You got to do. You got to learn dances. We had fun tonight, Chan Man. Well, we had, yeah, we, we we definitely had fun tonight, and it's always fun when the Pirates are winning and and you know and uh, producing on the field like they did tonight, but. You know, we always want to come up with a first down celebration, and I thought you did a good job of tossing me the, the baseball and me hitting it out of the park. All right, yeah. Well, enough on that. We got calls to get to. Yeah. But, yes, great performance tonight in the stands uh, by Chandler Honey. So, I will say that every home football game this year, I've been meaning to bring my no-quarter flag because I had one at the house and kept forgetting, kept forgetting it. It was in a drawer. Tonight, I brought it, whipped it out, and we are undefeated in the – Billy, no quarter flag bringing. And Got how it. about this? I, Pirates are 4 0 when I go to the game, 0 2 when I don't. I mean, shame on me for not being there for State and Navy, I guess. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's Clipper, weird. you are the lucky charm, baby. Weird how that happens. All right, let's go to Warnerville and talk to Kevin next. Hello, Kevin. How about them freaking Pirates? Yes, sir. Well, Cliff, you think you're a good luck charm, but I actually brought my son to his first game uh, this weekend, and I, th- I think he was the little charm that uh, won us this game. One and oh lifetime. Can't argue with those numbers. Yeah, so you got to bring him back every time now. That's an extra fan in the stands. That's, yeah, that's what I got to do. But um, yeah, I, I was actually nervous going into the game. I figured it would be either close or UCF would pound on us hard. So it was great to actually flip the books on them and pound on them and send them off to the Big 12 and hope they're just staying in the basement there. So, uh, happy trails and go Pirates. All right. Uh, congrats to Kevin and his son uh, who uh, saw a victory tonight. Good yeah, stuff. That's good stuff. All right, 317-1250. We go to Captain Bill in Greenville. What's up, Captain? Hello, guys. How you guys doing tonight? Good. Doing How great. are you? I assume you've been calling the USC postgame trying to fire Lincoln Riley out there, Captain Bill? <laughs> Yeah, no, I ain't much in the firing today. Um, I love Mike Houston. Uh, I've never cared for coaches we've had in the past. Skip Holtz on down the line. I've always been a Logan fan. But Skip, uh, Mike Houston, to me, I love this guy. I think he brings culture to this program. Uh, he's probably, I would compare him to Logan. With the culture he's done, and no, I, yeah, they finally hired a coach that I like. 
and I like what he's doing at East Carolina. And I think we're turning the corner. He's recruiting well. He might be one of the best recruiting head coaches we've had in a long, long time. And I just wanted to call in and say, uh, we're doing a great job. <laughs> Captain Bill, what didn't you like about Skip? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, you really want to hear it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm curious. Uh, honestly, uh, I don't think Skip's a great coach at all. I he's been fired where he's been. I think uh, Mr. Hudson made him look really good at East Carolina and uh, had a great defense. And uh, we don't need to even rehash that. But I, I never cared for Skip. But anyways, but I think we're, what we've got now is great. And I love what Mike Houston's doing and where we're going. He recruits well. And uh, I think there's big and better things are, are yet to come. All right, Captain Bill. We're with you, man. Well, I tell you what, he's got some horses in the stable, too. And it was nice to see tonight. You know, we knew uh, Keaton Mitchell had the ability to hit the home run. He did that late in the game with that big, long run. I think he was at well over 100 yards. Um, nice to see Marlon Gunn tonight. He had some tough yards tonight. He had some where he was stuffed at the line. Absolutely. And he would somehow eke out, get loved, four or five tough yards. Loved watching him. Um, you know, he, he, was, he complimented Keaton Mitchell tonight very well. Um, that defense, they're they're deep on defense. Um, there's a lot to be, a lot to be uh, excited about with this East Carolina football team. Can I say one more thing? Yeah, yeah. We have not had a stable wide receiver with, uh, with what Mike has done in a long time, and I, and I think that's been the X factor of what we had going, and certainly the running backs has been the X factor too. And uh, I cannot remember the last time we we had a receiving core as good as we've had and a running back core as good as we've had. Yeah, and the, the receivers tonight, um, Holton made some great throws. There was a back shoulder throw that he threw on the first – uh, possession of the game uh, to Isaiah Winstead on the sidelines. That was just a, a magnificent throw. There were some other throws where his receivers just went up and just manhandled the ball and and got it and took it. Um, so it was a good complement of both uh, quarterback play and receiver play tonight for East Carolina. I think so too. But uh, thank you guys and you have a nice night. Go Pirates. Alright, Positive Bill joining us. Captain Bill on the U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call-in show. It was like um, Captain Bill's at the end of the room when they're hiring coaches and they keep hiring guys and he's just shaking his head. <laughs> he said they finally hired a guy I like. So way go. to go, Captain Bill. All right, Johnny D is up in Wilmington. Come on, guys. Clip, Billy, I need on three a come on, guys. One, two, three. Come, come on, guys. guys. Man, fantastic <laughs> win tonight. Uh, it didn't take away from the Josh Hawkins uh, disaster the last time we had them guys on primetime TV in Greenville, but it sure came close, man. The defense played fantastic. Uh, Blake Harrell, my girl Shirley, we're we going to get him a raise, man, because I tell you, defense looked really good tonight. Uh the offense looked good, too. Man's like uh, Captain was saying, you know, number five, number 11 played so good today uh, at wide receiver. 
position. Uh, we complain about uh, the offensive play calling a lot by Donnie, but he 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 has some great play calls today. So just kudos uh, to all around everybody today. So great win. We needed it. Uh, you know, Jerry Falwell University beat the crap out of those uh, BYU Mormons today in uh, Virginia. So I hope we can get on a plane and go to Provo, New, uh, Utah next week and, uh, you know, show up again. So, but uh, anyway, just fantastic win. You guys do a great job on Pirate Radio. By the way, I didn't get – I was listening to you guys' uh, clip Friday uh, when you were doing your predictions and stuff for the NFL. Y'all talked a lot of junk about my Broncos, which they deserve 100%. <laughs> oh, yeah, all right. 100%. I was wondering where he's going with that one. Yeah. <laughs> nephew was starting, Mark. So, anyway, one of your little Washington Redskins uh, nephews is starting. Oh, yeah, ripping. It's starting. Oh, yeah, Red, yeah. Ripping. Little ripping. Yeah. So I think I thank you guys for everything you guys do on Pirate Radio. Y'all rock. All right, Johnny. Thank you, man. Hey, Johnny. Johnny mentioned the uh, play calling by um, Donnie Kirkpatrick. You know, I, I you got to give kudos on an, another thing that I noticed tonight. Did you notice a lot of the different formation looks? I noticed a double stack wide receiver on both sides uh, a couple times. They shifted three guys from one side of the line of scrimmage to the other side. They gave the defense for UCF a lot of different formational looks that I hadn't seen uh, anytime this season ryan jones offset i fullback yeah and, it was uh, they so some great formation uh shifts and coverage looks so it was it was really neat and teams are gonna have to stop i mean not to tell the opposing team what to do but stop playing man-to-man yeah. on ecu because holden is throwing it up and winstead and cj are going to get it and they are putting together big play after big play after big play it's funny because there was a guy behind me in the stands uh at one point in the game and he goes he goes uh th- he throw to cj he's in the slot he's one-on-one he's one-on-one and there was five wide receivers all one-on-one and i turned around look i was like dude they're all one-on-one right now you can throw it to either one of them well, he's not wrong but yeah <laughs> not wrong but it's like he's the only guy one-on-one <laughs> Uh, David asked earlier, does this win exercise the demons from the uh, the Hail Mary in Dowdy Ficklin? And it was a bad play, but if you look at it, East Carolina really, they weren't going to go to the conference championship. They might have been to have gone to a better bowl game, but does that matter? I don't. I, I'd say yes. I think the demons have been exercised. We yeah. can get over the hail mary. Well, you know, it's all about what have you done for me lately, and it, you know, coming off a win and. That's all you think, and about we'll have this win. one to talk about for a while because they're not because on the schedule. Gonna, that's right. That's so. right. All right. Uh, I'd rather win the last one than any of the previous ones. Yeah, we'll take this one and uh, we'll talk about it for uh, a long time now. All right, uh, Kyle, Zach, David, Dean, hang on. We'll take a break. Come back. A lot more to go on the U.S. Sailor Fifth Quarter Call In Show. You can talk to the pirate fans in the facebook chat youtube hit us up on twitter as well having a fun time tonight after a 34 to 13 pirate victory over ucf we're back we are back with you after these words you're listening to the u.s cellular fifth quarter postgame call-in show Here's Clip Brock. All right, Brownie's still good. I had to check her. <laughs> Parker's Barbecue, three locations in Greenville to serve you. We have eight good today. 
and tonight, and we'll continue to do so throughout this U.S. Sailor fifth quarter. Uh-oh, somebody's fight. gonna get hurt. Oh, here we go. No, no. are we rushing the field here? I, it, you know, TCU it's a just half K-State. rush, yeah. half half of a field rush. Uh, so there's a final 38-28 TCU over K-State. Let's see if Billy and I can find another game to watch while we take your calls. What do you got, Chain Man? We have a stat to consider. It's Larry, uh, Discount consider. Larry from Discount stat Match. to consider. And from, I'll see you there! I'll see you there! From Discount Mattress and Furniture, he said, mention this. How about hold nailers through the air in the last two games? 56 completions off of 70 attempts, 615 yards two touchdowns no turnovers so uh there's a little stat to consider there for you from discount larry yeah it was 30 of 36 tonight i mean one of the best throwing tight ends we've ever seen what's that holt nailers oh <laughs> no you know who the best throwing tight end at east carolina i've ever seen devondre david garrard <laughs> well yeah Remember, because there the was so, that, that's why that's one of the reasons he came here to East Carolina because a lot of other schools wanted to convert him to a tight end. Yeah, well, yeah, he had a pretty good career. Yeah, I would pretty say. good arm too. All right, Kyle, Zach, David, hang on. We go to Dean in Greenville next. Hey, Dean. Hey, what's going on, man? How about them pirates? Yes, sir. Tell you what, this was just a hell of a game all around. Holton was throwing the ball everywhere. Our receivers going up and getting it. Our defense played great. This was just a great game to watch. All around. Uh, one of those where you win on in every phase. Even special teams. When Chandler and I were walking up, I guess they doinked a field goal. Yep. We missed yep. that one. But And that that could cost you in a game like this. You drive down the field. Oh, absolutely. You miss it. Boy, that could be a, a backbreaker early. But Conrad came back, hit all his field goals after yep. that. Special teams played well. Daffer kicked one in the end zone. That was great. Couple, he had some uh, short kicks. Two of them, I think it was in the end zone. And he had some short kicks, but our coverage was good. Yep, so uh, yep. even special teams tonight, just a complete victory. 95 yards on kickoff returns, too, which uh, I think on six kickoff returns, 95 yards or something like that. So good special teams effort. Oh, why you got to do that, dummy? We're having you fun guys, tonight. Don't say that. Idiots. Don't say the F word. It's not going to get you. What a great call, and then you end it with that. It's not going to get you anywhere in life. You can't just just go around doing that. By the way, Mark on YouTube, way too long for commercials. Hey, Mark, we're celebrating a pirate win. We got these great sponsors at Pirate Radio that allow all this that you take in to be free. You're not paying a dime for this. Enjoy our sponsors. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the win. Nut up. And how else are we going to get fed? I mean, exactly. Come on. come on. How do you think this whole thing works? How do you think that you're brownie not got me, there? You're not paying me anything. You're not giving me any money. <laughs> i tell you what, Mark. You want to pay some money? We won't do any commercials. We'll talk nonstop. I'll never t- stop talking. We go to David in Farmville next. Hello, David. Hey, uh, good evening, guys. I, I tell you what, uh, great all-around game. Uh, absolutely love the offensive play set. Um, uh, it, it, it's amazing when you get Donnie's cell phone number and you can call him during the game and give him some advice about throwing over the middle of the field. Uh, the slants over the middle, they were wide open all night. Uh, just just loved everything about it. The defense played well. They stepped up. Um, you could see at times how good Central Florida can be. 
they can move down the field, but uh, you know the the what we have four five turnovers tonight um, just stopped them when we needed to stop them. Uh, um, they had the nation's best defense in the red zone. Um, I think we scored on just about every every play set that we had. Um, maybe one or two times we didn't. But uh, all in all, just a, a really, really good game. Uh, the only the only thing I would ask is where was this offense against Navy? Um, I hate looking back in the rearview mirror, but man, if we we'd have just been a little bit more aggressive offensively, uh, we'd have another win instead of another loss. But uh, looking forward to it. Uh, looking forward to them getting out to uh, BYU and uh, playing well. I'll be honest with you, right now, I do not think we can lose. Um, any game that we have left on the on the, the season, um, just played like we did tonight, uh, confident, smart, uh, Holton, just incredible throws, great decisions. He didn't throw the ball where he shouldn't. Um, guys made plays. And then last but not least, uh, Keaton Mitchell, if he's not as legit a running back um, as there's ever been, uh, breakaway speed, great vision, um, I, I was hoping he could take one to the house tonight, and uh, that run right at the end was just awesome. I'll hang up and listen and appreciate it, guys. I tell you what, one of the most impressive runs to me tonight was on the touch, the short touchdown run where he swept to the outside and he did a little stutter step, and that little stutter step on the DB got him kind of guessing. He got the corner and got to the end zone. That was one of the most impressive short run, but that little stutter step that he did on the DB, the DB had no choice. Uh, but to ch- about to break down uh, and then notice that he was going to take the edge, that was a great run to me. Thank you for the call, David in Farmville. We were talking about special teams earlier and how the Pirates won in all phases. Um, I saw, man, and I'm sorry, I don't know who said it on, uh, I think on Facebook. He said, oh, Matt said, the one punt was good too. I don't know if he was trying to be tongue-in-cheek there, but one punt for the Pirates tonight. And it was one because, punt. Because if you remember, they brought pressure, uh, and it looked, it was very close to being blocked, but it was kicked out of bounds, uh, I think, at the 15-yard line. So it was a very good punt. Um, it was just great all around. It yeah. really was. One punt. Uh, yeah. Beautiful stuff from the Pirate offense tonight. All right, 317-1250. We go next to Zach in Wilmington. Hey, Zach. What's up? What's up? So it was a great, just a great game tonight. There was like nothing negative that happened. We won every phase, even special teams. We had the one missed kick, but like, it's not like Daffer. He didn't get in his head, and he came back, and made all his kicks. It was just excellent all around. We should go D two. <laughs> Kirkpatrick called a great game. It was just out. Fire them all. Kirkpatrick was outstanding. It was just a great game all around. Defense played amazing like it has all year. And now if we beat Navy and State, we're probably a top 15 team, which is kind of bum me, but it's okay. We're, we're good. All right. Thank you, Zach. Yeah. And the guy yelling in the background. 317-1250, our buddy Brooks Dixon says, The guy said buck UCF, not an F-bomb. And I said, okay, there's a challenge flag. We'll have to go to the monitor. And Brooks says his review still sounds like Buck UCF. So we'll have to go to the monitor and uh, we'll have a challenge. The challenge flag is out there. Did I see Brooks on the uh, Jumbotron tonight? Brooks, were you on the Jumbotron? I think uh, I think I did. All right. Uh, Kyle in LaGrange. 
is up next. All the stars are out tonight. Cat and Bill, Kyle. What's up, Kyle? I did. Fuck you. That was a bunk with a B. Man, that sounds like the F word, and I know it wasn't, but can we, yeah. I know, I know FCC standards. I'm not on a podcast right now. I know not to cut. All right. Um, all right, so I was on the phone, man. I've been fired up. You know, it's been a crazy week for me. You know, I, not not the best week. So, wonderful, wonderful win. And I was coming up with nicknames for y'all, and then I went with the whole buck thing and said, but uh, you're, you're clippity-doo-dah. Billy is Billy the Dreamweaver, and Chandler Honeycutt, Chandler Honeycut is Honey Boy. Chandler Honeycut. Honey Boy. I like Honey Boy. Honey Boy. Honey Boy. Honey Boy. That's your three wrestling name. Work with it. Figure it out. I'm going to sit up. All right. Um, kind of similar to right. Sunshine. Hey, Sunshine. Hey, Honey Boy. Hey, Honey Boy. Hey, boy. Hey, he, he, he can work it like Nature Boy. Uh-huh. Honey Boy, baby. Woo! <laughs> Wait, he already has a nickname. You know that, right? He's got a bunch of nicknames. The Big Cheese, uh, the Chan Man, Man of Chan. Yeah. yeah, white chocolate, honey boy, white, white chocolate. chocolate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got you some. Forgot uh, the, you forgot that one. That, that goes with it. That's honey boy, white chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, no, I, I, I kind of like Kyle's uh, honey boy. Yeah, name. that's good, yeah. honey boy. And uh, there you go. your gimmick is you eat honey buns after you win, after you pin a guy. All right, go ahead, Kyle. There you go. Let's see if it sticks like honey. Um, hey, look. Just fired up as I can be, man. Um, it, it was fantastic. I eat. the way we played tonight. No complaints. Obviously, everybody said the same thing. Offense played great, defense played great, special teams played great, except for the one mess field goal at the uh, beginning of the game. Uh, this team wanted this game. You could just see the want, the desire, the passion we had to win this football game. Um, I, I, I hesitate to say. I think UCF might have been looking a little bit ahead. They have Cincinnati next weekend. A little bit of look ahead to uh, to the Bearcats, perhaps, and uh, that's what happens when you're looking ahead and uh, you don't look what's in front of you. And what's in front of you is a freight a, a, a freight train or a pirate ship or whatever analogy you want to use. Um, we played really good tonight. It really we were at the point where people were going, "Where are we going to get six wins?" You know, oh, you know, I, we got Memphis number four. Where's five going to come? Is Temple going to be number six? Now you beat UCF, and people think we can win out, and we can. Um, doesn't mean we will, but we can. BYU struggling right now. Um, we need to get refocused. That's another big game we can win. Look, this is a Big 12 schedule. We got UCF, BYU, Cincinnati, Houston all in a row. Next year, those four teams will be in the Big 12. So let's go win the Big 12, baby. Let's win these next three and go 4-0 in the Big 12. Go Pirates. All right, Kyle. Good call as always. Thanks, man. Kyle and LaGrange. And another thing uh, UCF brought with them to this game was a heater. Because the Florida boys got cold tonight. Mm-hmm. And I kind of factored in. that thought it might be a factor. First time leaving the state of Florida. Second road game all year. I didn't think a 59-61 degree night, Billy, would be too cold for the Florida boys. But apparently it was. No, my, my daughter and I were kind of making fun of the players sitting on the bench right beside the heaters. And, and you know, if we could have uh, alluded them to the pack of uh 20 or so 12 year olds up in the stands that had their shirts off waving them around <laughs> yeah. like these kids up here can handle the 55 to 60 degree weather what, what's going on down there come on guys. florida had to bring their cold weather gear oh, for an serious? october 22nd really? game uh and man uh we got them tonight all right kevin justin jack sean hang on mark on youtube we're gonna take a timeout. we're gonna take a commercial break <laughs> 
About three and a half, four Hey, look, minutes. I got to defend Mark, though. He just wanted to hear more of us, Clip. Well, that was a compliment. Well, guess what? We're going to be here late again. That was a compliment. We were here till two last week. No more week. commercials, he says. He wants to hear more of us. Well, You're sweet. And Chan's honey man voice. He's got another hour honey and bun. a half to hear us at least. We're going to be here. So, Mark, come on back now. And everybody else, we'll be back with you on the U.S. Sailor Fifth Quarter Calling Show after this. You're listening to the U.S. Cellular Fifth Quarter Postgame Call-In Show. Here's Clip Brock. Now, with the Pirate Radio scoreboard, here's Shirley Rhodes. All right, just a couple of games. This is late night. Uh, Utah State is trailing Wyoming at halftime, 17-7. And San Diego State has a 13-0 lead over Nevada in the second quarter. Washington holding on to a 6-0 lead over California. Some finals from earlier today uh cincinnati survived smu 29 27 houston beat navy 38 to 20 syracuse uh loses their first game of the season to clemson 27 to 21 it was kansas losing to baylor 35 to 23 duke got a huge win over miami 45 21 in uh florida and uh, West Virginia got a win over, excuse me, West Virginia lost to Texas Tech 48-10. And Notre Dame walloped UNLV 44-21. And Wake Forest got a win over Boston College 43-15. Liberty beat up on BYU 41-14. That's your Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard brought to you by the Buck. It's your beacon of music in the land of the Pirates. They're open from noon until 2 a.m. with live music every night. And for an updated schedule, you can check out the buck on instagram and we'll see you at the buck now let's head back into the u.s cellular fifth quarter post game calling show here's your host clip rock all right duh buck thank you shirley rose duh buck duh buck duh buck duh buck duh buck hey i was there last night what'd you see some music uh you saw mikhail buck mikhail buck 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 band all right sounds good and what about that music at uh aj's last night as well oh man did you see the video i posted yes i did of 13 throwing down the violin some, some uh devil went down to georgia and actually i was uh <laughs> did you not checked out my, my i'm sorry i was <laughs> out and about in the uh tailgating lots earlier today and they were actually out in the rv lot today. that's right uh, victor hudson did tell me he was going to be out there today yeah. he said uh someone hired him to come out there and play a little tailgating music mark so nice. <clears throat> mark hung on through the break thank you mark we appreciate you man uh mr winstead michael winstead isaiah's dad is tuned in he said, Clip, I guess they must have put gunpowder in my son because he had a chip on his shoulder. He was ready to lay hands on people. Ooh, I told you it got chippy down there. Was that after the face mask? I, I didn't I didn't see that. All I know is me and Chandler act like absolute fools in the stands when Isaiah catches the ball. <laughs> there we're was flexing, one. we're clicking, we're doing all the sellies. There was one where uh Isaiah catches the ball on the sideline and uh i forget who the defender was that that uh made the tackle and isaiah got up and got in his face and you could visibly tell he was not happy with something yeah. that that guy did it looked like a clean tackle so i don't know if he said something to him there and it a, just there, set there, him yeah. off mm-hmm. but he was yeah he was absolutely livid and you the the 
referee comes in and kind of pushes him back a little bit, but he was visibly upset about something. And uh, But Jeff Charles, I was listening to Jeff. I was out riding around, and he said he's never seen a receiver – uh, as good as Isaiah Winstead when it comes to you just throw it, as he put it, and I'm going to kind of paraphrase Jeff here, you throw it in his area code, he's going to go up and get it. Yeah, He had a quiet 7 for 89. Like, even his quiet games are big games. He I was mean, the overs- guy just doesn't drop the ball. Overshadowed tonight by CJ's 11 for 140. At, well, and, and CJ got a little chippy as well. He, oh, As a yeah. matter of fact, there was one catch that he had made, and then we, they went to a TV timeout or something, and the, the team separated, and there was one of the coaches that was walking CJ off the field because he was hot. And quickly, before we go to the other callers, Isaiah Winstead does a good job of creating space. Mm-hmm. Whenever he catches the football, it's like he he's able to get away from defenders and, and get that extra yardage. It's like, it's, uh, it's like a magic trick whenever Isaiah Winstead catches the football. Chandler, we'll have to think of some dumb questions to ask Isaiah on Monday is our favorite part of the week, talking non-football stuff uh, with Winstead. I'd love to ask him what that guy said. Well, Shirley, guess what? You're going to have the opportunity to do that on Monday. And that is your question. In fact, that'll be the first question we ask. Isaiah, what did that guy say to you that got you all (laughs) riled up? Because he's so quiet and so even-keeled. I mean, something. I want to know what he said. All right, we'll find out, or if he wants to tell us. Uh, Sean, Jack, Justin, hang on. Let's go to Kevin in Burlington. Hello, Kevin. Hey, Chip. Uh, You can call me Clip. You can call me whatever you want to, Kevin. Chip. (laughs) You can call me Ray. You can call me Jay. You can call me whatever. I'm the idiot. I don't know. This is the first time I've called in this season. But I was the idiot that said bench hold nailers last season and actually put out the uh, conspiracy theory that his dad was the PA announcer. Do you remember that? Was that there were some local politics? Is that what is that the yeah. words that were used? If that was the was the PA announcer, that's the only reason why he's the starting. Right, right, and that's why. We didn't put in Mason Garcia against South Carolina last just last season. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I didn't do uh, real good on that. And I just wanted to walk that back and say that Holt Naylor's is probably one of the greatest quarterbacks after the last two games that I've ever seen. Um, now, I don't know whether it's, you know, coaching changes and he's just getting accustomed to losing people or this, that, and the other. But he's been on point. Our defense has been something that I've never seen in probably, I have to reckon, eight to ten years. When we, I was at the NC State game. I was not at the game today. But I was at the NC State game, and we held them on fourth and one at the goal line and knocked them backwards. I've never seen anything like that that I could actually see. We picked off passes tonight. Like, our defensive coordination is excellent. We are, we're stopping the run for finally, for the first time in like, I don't know, 10 years or more. We don't have to outscore people. We can actually stop people. We just got to score. And I'm not going to lie to you, Donnie Kirkpatrick, I was not high on him coming into Memphis. And I was not high on coming into this game. And I was actually worried about this game more than I was Memphis. 
because we hadn't beaten them since 2015. To watch us dominate, I've got to tell you, that was an East Carolina football game. From start to finish, from every side of the ball, it didn't even matter special teams, it mattered defensively, it mattered offensively, it mattered it all. That was an East Carolina football game start to finish. And that has to be probably one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. And I had some people on Facebook asking if Houston had a statement, if Mike Houston had a statement win. I think tonight is his statement win. And I'd like to know what y'all's thoughts is on that because everybody said, you know, every good coach, and we had people trying to fire him. Well, number one, we had people trying to protect him for the first three games of the season. Then we had people trying to fire him for the next three. And tonight was, I think, his statement win. And I hope he stays. Because I've seen an improvement in this team on both sides of the ball that I haven't seen. I mean, even during the Ruffin McNeil years, we didn't have a defense. We just outscored everybody. This defense plays with heart, plays with passion, plays with fire, and they will knock you in the teeth. And I love it. And our offense, Sometimes we are on point, and sometimes we're not. But just wanted to know your thoughts. All right. But I do retract. Oh, okay. I do retract my statement. Okay. About, I, I believe it was a conspiracy theory. Quarterback, <laughs> and All right. I was I was the first person after South Carolina to say that because he didn't play well. Well, well, Kevin, thank you for being the the bigger man and coming on and eating a little crow. That takes that takes a lot of guts. Well, thank you, and and y'all remember because I was very adamant about that. <laughs> yeah, I'm very adamant about that. But um, I look forward to seeing. Um, I'm not afraid of BYU. BYU got rolled up today, forty-one fourteen by Liberty. Yeah, which I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I, I'm still on the fence about that one. Well, it just depends. You never know how a team's going to react. Every game's to different. Like that. Every week's different. Yeah, yeah. We got our ass kicked by Navy. That's true. Place to play. Yeah. All right. I don't fear them, Kevin, and I don't fear Houston either. All right. I think we're going to run the table. Kevin, thanks for calling in, man. Appreciate it. There's Kevin in Burlington. Um, and again, our, our thoughts, this was Mike Houston's best win, signature win. Yep. yep. Uh, whatever you want to call it, no doubt. His biggest win as the Pirates uh, head football coach. I, and But I don't. I won't call it a statement win. I will call it his signature <laughs> Signature, win, yes. Not a statement, statement win. Statement, no. Okay. I think a statement win, I think, is a little notch above that. I think a statement win... Um, is a top 25 team. Almost had that tonight. Yeah, but yeah. receiving This was the RV win, yeah. receiving votes win. Yeah, there you go. All right, Justin's up next in New Bern. Hello, Justin. Clip, it does warm my heart to watch us beat the crap out of them sorry SOBs 
from UCF. I ain't got to tell y'all this, but y'all know when Marcus Crandall got knocked out, it was a cheap shot. It was a dirty shot from UCF. So I do love to watch us beat UCF. If I'm not mistaken, this puts the all-time series at 11-9 to Pirates. 11 to 10. Uh, it? Uh, it broke the tie. It broke yeah, the tie, Justin. We go. Last year, 11 to 10. I hope we don't ever play them again. Send them all to the Big 12. I don't want nothing to do with them. I hope they got to live with this for the rest of eternity. And I hope that crappy little erected set aluminum stadium they got rust apart from all the tears from the UCF <laughs> Because I'm so sick of UCF. All I hear, but let, don't let them fool you and think they're a good program. Let me tell you, in the last 20 years, they got just as many zero-win seasons as they do major bowl victories. I'm so sick of this bullcrap about this space you, space you, yada, yada, yada. That space you method is made up as the national championships. They used to be the Citroen Knots. More like the Citroen not going to win the national title or the conference title or nothing this year. And don't let me forget about you, Gus Malzahn. You started the week talking about how you don't like East North Carolina barbecue. Well, you know what, Gus? You ain't nothing but a yellow egg-sucking dog. And next week in Provo, Utah, BYU, we are coming for you. I'm going to slap every cougar on that mountain. And we're bringing all the vices to you. I'm bringing coffee, and I'm bringing Pepsi, and I'm bringing beer and tequila and whiskey and more tequila and more whiskey and more beer. And Mike Houston and the Pirates are rolling in there, and we're whooping some BYU tails. Go Pirates! That's how you call Woo! the fifth quarter. That's how it's done. Justin in Newburn. Yes, sir. Oh, man. Justin, what a call. What a freaking call. You sound like a pro wrestler right there. What a pro. I mode. had to give him a woo. That's how you do it. That is how it's done. Take notes. My God. That man. Justin. Ooh. Best line of the night. Rusty up that old place. Uh, that rusty up the, the old uh, erector set. The old erector set with their tears. Man, mama, there goes that man. Justin in New Bern. Mm. People are gonna be talking about that call for a long time. All right, Jack is up next in Greenville. What's up, Jack? What a, what a call that was. What a call. But but UCF been talking all this week, and they wanted some of the Pirates. Well, want some? Get some, baby. They got all of this barbecue they be talking about. I don't know why Gus, he's obviously not a smart guy. I mean, there's not too many reasons to make some EMC guys mad. But talking about their barbecue, that, that, that's beyond me. But here's a note you probably don't know. They were served, UCF, after the game, they were served Mission Barbecue. And I just think that's, that's, that's a good play from our, uh, our food. You know, try to get it so Gus can uh, leave packing with his sweater vest and his terrible food taste but came on earlier and i uh, said hashtag ball control football i think we saw some ball control football tonight um with what we were doing i mean i was it, it was it was a solid game from uh from that department so all around all in all win um really happy with how we performed so yeah all right, good stuff, Jack. Uh, and yeah, that barbecue deal. Uh, Mark on YouTube said, "Quote uh, from Mike Houston. I guess after the game, 
we're probably going to have uh, barbecue for our celebration dinner in quotes <laughs> uh, they made uh, the barbecue a thing pirate radio shout out to glenn uh the big dog for the graphic he put did you see that weave i did not with the uh let's see let me pull it up real quick check it out on pirate radio uh paint this one purple oh yeah ecu serves ucf and eastern north carolina style beating uh that's a cool looking barbecue sauce uh bottle it is it makes barbecue yeah, sauce. That is a, that's a great bottle by the way you know last week when we uh beat memphis in a crazy fashion and in four overtimes we got the how about those freaking pirates yeah. well tonight we got this Enough. Another one. There you go. That's his sign. That's his uh, catchphrase now. After a win, I would have loved. That's kind of like the the Jer- the Jimmy Johnson. How about them Cowboys? I don't like it as much now. I wish you wouldn't. <laughs> I mean, said it, that. It, it's you're what, right. It is what you're it is. right, but I wish you wouldn't have said that. <laughs> All right, Sean's up next in Sanford. Hello, Sean. Hey guys. Uh, I think UCF got took to school tonight in Greenville. Yes, sir. <laughs> I tell you right now, I think they, I literally think those boys came out thinking it was going to be an easy win over ECU. And, uh, I think they was literally shocked. I think Gus was just shocked at the intensity that ECU brought tonight. I really do. I mean, it, it was like night and day between the two sidelines. I mean, it was, uh, like Kyle said, I think they were overlooking ECU. They thought they had this game. It was going to be an easy win. I think they still thought they had it with seven minutes to go, but that game was over at halftime. <clears throat> well, from what I thought, I, yeah, I wasn't ready to say that. I was nervous, uh, at halftime, especially that man, everything was so one-sided, but UCF was able to get that field goal yeah. at the end of the first half. And how about they drive? You know, we'll get to our drive of the game. Weave. it's gotta be the answer ECU had after in the, third the quarter. Yeah, third quarter because uh, UCF came out with the opening drive of the second half, marched right down the field. So that was two consecutive drives where they went a long distance. You remember that at the end of the first half, yep. that a long play down the middle. I, I don't know, 30, 35 yard play uh, where the receiver got popped at about the five yard line, and then they uh, kicked a field goal going into halftime. Coming out of halftime, that long drive that they had, a very impressive drive. And that right there is where things could momentum could have switched. And it, it the same guy that I told you behind me was talking about the one-on-one coverage said, y'all got to answer here, man. This is big. You got to answer, got to answer. You got to score a touchdown. East Carolina did. And I think if East Carolina didn't score a touchdown and answer there, then I think that still would have left the door open for UCF. They would have been feeling good about themselves. Yeah. Could have been a whole different ball game. Sean, anything else, man? No, sir. Go Pirates. Thank you, sir. There's Sean in Sanford. Let's keep the calls rolling in. Happy Sunday to you and yours. We're having a party here on a Sunday morning. Uh, We have reached Sunday on the U.S. Sailor Fifth Quarter Call-In Show. We'll keep the calls rolling. John, Drew, Monica is up next. Everybody likes Monica's call. You can hear that when we return on the U.S. Sailor Fifth Quarter Call-In Show after this. You're listening to the U.S. Cellular 5th Quarter Postgame Call-In Show. Here's Clip Brock. All right, back with you on the U.S. Cellular 5th Quarter Call-In Show on a... Thank you. Saturday night, Sunday morning. Play it on a loop if you'd like. That's fine. Uh, Be sure to check out 
one of ECU graduate Brandon Tate's U.S. Sailor locations and experience the highest standard of customer service next to Little Caesars on Charles Boulevard in Greenville in front of Lowe's Home Improvement on Memorial Drive in Greenville next to Walmart on 10th Street and the U.S. Sailor store in the Greenville Mall behind the Chick-fil-A, the Plaza, as we used to call it way back in the day. Mm-hmm. What do you feel like you want to say something? uh the greenville plaza mall studios that um <laughs> that song oh, any anytime the plaza is brought up that reminds me of the song it used to be a jingle on witn there you when go. we had our um our uh, satellite station right there at the mall i saw you in a video recently weave uh it was a pirate radio video of fans storming the field after the west virginia game and good on you, while everything was going on, you had a mic right in front of C.J. Wilson's face. Really? Where'd you see that at? It was on uh, our YouTube, Pirate Radio. I have to uh, find it, uh, huh. and I will, and show awesome. it to you before we leave. All right, be pays, John, Drew, hang on. We've had some uh, familiar voices call tonight, Captain Bill, Kyle in the Grange, and we now go to fifth quarter all-star Monica in Greenville. Hello, Monica. Hey, guys. What a fun fun win tonight and what made it fun is UCF traveled and the fans were all around us tonight and there's nothing better than winning with a bunch of night fans around you and um, they were nasty and this was just a fun win to have hey the, the the headline in the news tomorrow better be nightmare and the theme song for tonight is Phil Collins in the air tonight because there was something in the air tonight with these Pirates. I said coming into this game that the only way to win is if we were hitting on all cylinders, offense, defense, and special teams, and we did it. We were hitting on every cylinder tonight. Uh, you think about our defense. Um, I know CJ got MVP, but my MVP goes to Blake Carroll. This was an offense, UCF, coming in averaging 42 points a game, and our defense held them to 13 points tonight. So, man, hats off to our defense. They were physical, um, and everybody was dialed in on all cylinders tonight. I'd also got to comment on the overall composure of this team. If you watch that game tonight, there was so much chirping. I know we've commented on that. My favorite matchup tonight was watching CJ. We know he's, you know, one to kind of lose his temper, but CJ Johnson and number 12 were matched up, and 12 was in his face all night long. CJ taunted him a little bit. He was strategic with doing it, uh, but number 12 totally lost his cool all night long and finally got benched in the third quarter because he just could not hang with CJ. It was awesome to watch. Um, the other thing I want to comment on is just, man, I love the Marlin Gun Show tonight. It was absolutely the gun show. Um, and this, the other thing, the other element was even coming out of the stadium tonight. Talk about something in the air. All the fans were yelling purple gold coming out of the stadium, yelling uh, let's go Pirates. It was just an incredible win, hitting on every single cylinder. And let's just play like that the rest of the year. Let's do it, Pirates. I'm feeling good. Let's play like this for the rest of the year. But go Pirates. We're loving it. And uh, great fifth quarter call-in show. Always great to, to call in after a big win like this. And this is probably the most definitive win we've ever had this year, and I'm loving it. So go Pirates. Thank you, Monica in Greenville. Great call as always. Yeah, very uh, observant as well, too, because I noticed that early in the game where there was a catch that CJ made on the sidelines and uh, number 12 hit him 
12 went down on the ground, CJ was still standing up and didn't didn't even budge. And he kind of stood over him a little bit. And my daughter said to me, you know, my daughter went to school with CJ. And, of course, she knows all the history of CJ and how he's got a little temper sometimes. And you love that fire and enthusiasm out of a football player. You just can't let it get the best of you. And this year, CJ has not let it get the best of him. But he still uh, was able to, like Monica said, just kind of frustrate the DB all night and let and took the DB out of his game instead of the other way around yeah, yeah. and CJ being taken out of his game. Well, you said you you saw the chirping early in the game. It quieted down as the game went on, and the best way to do it is that's not right. to chirp back. Absolutely. Just kick their ass on the field. Yep. And that that's not much you can say after that no, happens. No, so. because it's like one of those things. It's like, hey, dude, scoreboard. Yeah. Look at it. All right, 317-1250. Drew is up next on the Pit Electric Live line. Hello, Drew in Asheville. Good morning, guys. How y'all doing? Good, Good morning. morning. Top of the morning to you. Yes, sir. Um, long-time listener. Call in when I can. Uh, been following the Pirates since about the 91 Peach Bowl, from what I can remember when I was about six. Um, just watching the game, I've even up. 17 nothing, you know, felt a little uneasy, especially right when they scored before halftime and right out of um, after halftime. Um, just, you know, watching a Pirate game. Um, I want to get out a shout-out to the O-line. Um, I don't think they've been talked about much to this evening. Um, I think, you know, they did what they needed to do, run blocking-wise, uh, pass protection. Um, I think they have improved throughout the season, and I think they get a, you know, shout-out to Coach Shank. Uh, the defense, obviously amazing, um, did what they needed to do, not giving up the big play. Um, that last drive before halftime was kind of concerning with the two big pass plays, um, kind of had me worried there. Um, Rick, Rick DeBrew, um, you know, second half was basically a three-man rush all evening, and we were getting pressure on Plumley. Um, and shout-out to him. He was all over the place, um, Lampley, um, I don't know who else the, the third D lineman could have been. I don't. I didn't see much of Hickman. I don't think. Um, you know, I want to. Uh, when I lived out in California, I made the, the trip to Provo when Ruffin was the coach and James Summers. I think that might have been one of his coming out parties. Um, but that was an excellent trip. So I advise any Pirate fans that are thinking about going to Provo next Friday to definitely do it. Uh, play calling was a good, obviously good execution makes good play calling. So uh, shout out to Coach K, Holton, um, wide receivers, uh, Keaton. And hopefully we can keep it up like this the rest of the year. You know, that's always an ECU thing. You know, can we put back-to-back-to-back games together? So, um, like I said, watching from 91, 92 as a six- and seven-year-old, this is probably one of the uh, best all-around performances when maybe some true Pirate fans didn't expect it to happen um, against a good team. So shout-out to Coach Houston. Go Pirates, and let's finish the year strong. All right. Thank you, Drew, for the call. And, Drew, Drew I think you hit it on the head, being consistent, man. And, yeah. you know, we, we've seen the the roller coaster ride this year with East Carolina. And I said that going into this game. You just – it, you know, people were asking me, well, what do you think about the game? And I said it all depends on which East Carolina team shows up. Uh, the defense has been showing up all year. The offense has been hit or miss. We all know about the special teams. Tonight they just put it all together. And uh, that's what you like to see. I mean, uh, even, even in the convincing win at South Florida, 
Florida, there was that time in the second half where East Carolina didn't look very good. There wasn't a whole lot of that aside from, you know, a couple callers had mentioned the end of the first half, the start of the the second half, but East Carolina answered. And after that, to me, the game was never in question. Got you, Don Cheek, uh, listening in, watching on Facebook, uh, coach of the ECU track and field team, and of course, uh, singer. Heart is purple and gold. We all know that one. My heart uh, is purple and gold. It's a great balance and pace on offense tonight. I love the violence in darn near every tackle as well. There were some big hits. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Great to see. And you know what? We've seen we've seen a lot of that's one thing I've really enjoyed this year about this defense is they come at you hard, fast and physical. Stephen Cooper listening in the uh man barn again tonight. Violence! Sorry. No. Do it. <laughs> let it out let's go violence all right and uh we've got around 140 more people watching than we do likes on uh youtube so could if you could find it in your heart to give us a like on facebook and youtube that's all we're asking for you we're not passing around the offering it's a very sweet yeah that's a very honey chandler like approach Honey boy, honey, hey, honey boy, honey boy, sweet talk these people into giving yeah, us some likes. Well, I'll tell you what, boy. please, I, I, I beg you, uh, everybody, to like the YouTube page, like the Facebook page. But looking at the honey viewers, boy. looking at the viewers here on Facebook, it, it literally, as I'm watching it right now, it's continuing to grow. Thank you. Look, listen, thank you. If you want to know how popular Pi Radio is, especially after a football game, especially after a <laughs> no, especially after a ECU win, especially after a huge win like tonight, two hundred and twenty three people are watching on YouTube. We have, let's see here, one hundred and seventeen on Facebook. So thank you so much for tuning in, but we would like you to smash the like and smash the sub uh somebody's trying to call in we've had lines locked and loaded here's the deal we got four lines and they have been filled up since we started this show so keep on trying call in we're going to be with you marshawn lynch is wearing a wild jacket wow hope he has a ride home tonight (laughs) from the game all right we go to john oh the likes are up we're ahead of uh 111 yeah keep it going folks thank you so much uh john and greenville's up hello john Talk about a triple trifecta, man. Ayler's Mitchell and Johnson, 311 yards, Mitchell 105, and Johnson 140. Talk about a night. I'm here with my Uncle Patrick, and uh, we just drove in from Virginia Beach. And what a game. This is my second time coming to Greenville to check out a college game like this. And, you know, we were hoping for a 35, you know, ECU to 32 UCF, you know, win, man. And what a game, man. Uh, my uncle Patrick here graduating uh, class of '75, and I'm just lucky to be with him. Um, uh, Monica and Drew—they really described it really well. Um, all the all the statistics, all the the points and the facts. Uh, we're just here for a good time, and uh, thank you so much for taking us on your show. It's uh, <laughs> it's it's a heck of a night, um, and just everything that we experience, all the good fans, the good times, good cheers. Uh, really couldn't ask for more. Um, you guys are doing great. Love your show. Um, and hopefully we can come back for a few more games. And I'd just love to keep up the good positivity, the good times, good games. Um, and let's let's go ECU. Let's go Pirates. Hey, John, did I, did I hear you say you came up from VB? Yes, sir. That's my hometown, man. 
There you go. I'm I'm a first colonial grad. I went to first colonial high school, graduated in '87. Hey, I'm I'm a tall one, man. My cousin came from Os- uh, from Oscar Smith, but uh, <laughs> let's go. I tell you what, some good athletes up in the Tidewater area, and that's an easy trip from Virginia Beach down to uh, Dowdy Ficklin. So come on back and see us, man. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Thank you for taking my call. All right. Thank thanks you. for calling in. And it's awesome to hear from folks driving home from the game. They yeah. got a couple hour drive, and we're with you uh, the whole way until uh, you get into your driveway and beyond. And great to hear. Not only a fun game, as I said during the game, party in the thick. I mean, we were we were having fun tonight. You got the win. Uh, Drew joked on Facebook. Most importantly, how are the concessions tonight? And he said, just kidding. Oh, but I have this no is idea. A, this is a far <laughs> cry from week one where not only you lose and people – you know, saw some signs of positivity, but do you remember all the calls about concessions oh, yeah. and tickets oh, my and gosh. how awful everything was? Yeah, um, we are a long ways from that, uh, so that's a that's a good thing. Hey, and kudos to whoever does the graphics and stuff for the boards and everything, because each game has been kind of a different theme. If you remember during homecoming, they did the kind of '80s throwback, the, the Atari Tecmo Bowl, Tecmo stuff, Bowl last stuff. Week was awesome. Tonight was more of a uh, kind of Halloween thing with the skeletons that were doing the touchdown. Uh, the touchdown celebration, yeah. celebrations and did you see the michael jackson i didn't notice any of this you didn't notice any of that <laughs> no, i was not i didn't notice the skeletons when we scored a touchdown i didn't i didn't i didn't, I didn't so, recognize the michael jackson if, stuff yeah Please there, was, continue. there were a couple times where there was a little michael jackson's very small but he was doing a the little michael walk. jackson yeah like well a, like a tiny all the way across the <laughs> ribbon board on the <laughs> other side of the field and he was doing the moonwalk the whole time hmm. so if anybody else saw that i, I thought it was awesome I thought it was cool. Nice uh, Bram Anderson, tiebreakers owner, was sitting beside us, and at one point he said, "What is that going across?" And I thought I it do was remember a him saying this. It, no, no, no. It was it was a you know like a little stick figure guy doing a moonwalk. So oh, it's like Michael Jackson. Well, I saw yes. that, and I was like, "Well, somebody just screwed up something." I don't no, know. no. Okay, because I, I, I saw it a couple times. Hey, hey Bram, I, I figured it out. We figured it out. <laughs> I figured it out. Yeah. And I tell you what, I mean, what an atmosphere da- Daddy Ficklin Stadium is. Yeah. I mean. It, you know, I, I I don't know what the attendance was tonight officially, but uh, it was very loud in there. It and was. It, you know, the students did a good job of showing up and and, and making some noise. But that atmosphere in Daddy Ficklin Stadium the past two weeks has been outstanding. And shout out to Pirate Nation. Robert said concessions not needed tonight. I brought my own alcohol. All right, Robert. Well. <laughs> if you can get away with it, go for it. Man, that's been happening since 1975 uh, at Dowdy Ficklin Stadium. We've all done If that. you've ever gone into the bathroom before alcohol was being sold at Dowdy Ficklin Stadium and you saw Where'd the all these bottles, airplane bottles Where'd all these from? airplane I bottles? Did, what, what? I didn't I mean, do that come tonight. On come on now. <laughs> uh, Jennifer says the videos asking the players questions are hilarious. That one that was, was great tonight. too. That oh, was by Betty, bam, 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 we go to B Pays and Raleigh next. Hello, Pays. What's going on, fellas? What's up? Having a good time with Black Betty. Oh, Black Betty. Ram a lamb. If Dak Powers' uh, football career doesn't work out, he has the greatest porn name ever. Jack Powell. All right, it's twelve twenty-one. I guess we'll <laughs> we'll let that one slide through. <laughs> I shouldn't have said slide through. Dang! Come on, guys. I peeped the uh, UCF me- uh, message board. They said those, we had the biggest and most physical receivers <laughs> that they've ever hey, seen. Hey, and you know what? Going into this game, there was a lot of talk about the big and physical defensive backs for They're UCF. They're 6'2", 6'3", 6'4", and we outmanned them. Tonight. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, and that's uh, I was just kind of peeping it. It's definitely, uh, I believe, Mike uh, Houston's signature win. I talked a couple of weeks ago. I got on here and talked. I didn't think he had one yet. This is this is uh, definitely one I think in the books for for. I mean, it was the most. I, you know, I I think it's the most complete game. I, I don't know. I mean, maybe 2014 Virginia Tech might be the most complete game ECU's played. And since then, when Ruff and them went up and beat Virginia Tech that uh, on the road that year. Yeah. Uh, but, Clay, um, you got to do me a favor now. Listen, when, when Glenn gets back in, the guy from New Bern that called in the, the, the incredible call, he needs to put M.O.P. Annie up behind that behind that call, and you need to play it. All right. Annie up. Show no mercy. All right. I, I'll, uh, I'll pass that one along, Pace. Justin in New Bern, call of the night, call of the year so far. I'm ready to uh, get rid of done with the show so I can go listen to it again. Uh, it was that good. Uh, but we have callers to get to, including Kenny, Alex, and JK. JK's feeling good. He was ready to put money line on the Pirates last Saturday. So he won some money tonight. Uh, we'll talk to him and the rest of your calls when we return on the U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call-in show late into the night, early into the morning. Back with you after this. You're listening to the U.S. Cellular fifth quarter postgame call-in show. Here's Clip Brock. Now, with the Pirate Radio scoreboard, here's Shirley Rhodes. All right, uh, let's continue to look at finals from earlier today. Tulane got a a win over Memphis, 38-28, and uh, Tulane is now 7-1 on the season. LSU beats Ole Miss, 45-20. It was uh, Texas uh, losing to Oklahoma State, 41-34. Oregon beat UCLA, 45-30. It was Stanford over Arizona State 15-14, and Missouri beat Vanderbilt 17-14. And uh, Game 2 of the NLCS, or actually I think it's Game 3. I can't remember how many games they played already, but the Phillies did rally over the Padres, and they win it 10-6. And that is a look at your Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard brought to you by the Buck. It's your beacon of music in the land of the Pirates in eastern North Carolina. They're open from noon until 2 a.m. with live music every night. And right now, during football season, you can join the Buck for Sunday Fun Day with football, food trucks, live music, giveaways, and the largest 4K TV in eastern North Carolina. Follow the Buck on Instagram for updated schedules, and we'll see you at the Buck. Now let's head back into the U.S. Cellular fifth quarter postgame call-in show. Here's your host, Clip Brock. Phillies take a 2-1 series lead over the Padres. Astros. So three, game three. That was game three. Yes. Astros up 3-0 on those New York Yankees. So uh, Phillies in the driver's seat right now with game four coming up tomorrow in Philadelphia. Hey, just real quick, Washington, California on right now. Big, big fan of Washington's uniforms. They got some uh, shiny, bright helmets. I, I'd kind of like to see East Carolina break out some gold helmets. Billy Not necessarily gold. I, I want to see a gold helmet. I think gold helmets on those black uniforms tonight would have been awesome. All right, Zach in Dunn, Kenny Blunts Creek, Alex, Annapolis. Hang on. We go to J.K. in Pinehurst. What's up, J.K.? Oh, oh what's up, Clip? You're on. Clip, you remember me from last weekend, right? I done said I did, yeah. And did you take the money line? No, I didn't. I'm not. I'm not. 
I'm not as he is not a smart man. I'm not a man. I'm a I'm a wimp. He's a honey boy. I'm a wimp, uh, JK. <laughs> that was the easiest bet you had all year. The Pirates came out there fired up all night from the first damn dang kickoff. You called it. You called it last week. You had it last week. You you were right. Yep. And I'm I apologize to Billy. I said his Mets sucked. A couple of weeks ago, my Braves suck now too. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like the Phillies are the class of the division. That's not good. <laughs> does Billy like Cowboys? Is it, he like the Cowboys? Who me? No, 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 no. That's that's the team I love to hate. He's the Redskins. Oh yeah. God. Yeah, I'm an ABC fan. Anybody but the Cowboys. Well, I just want to say before I get off, all these guys on Hoist the Colors. They want to say Mason Garcia should start, all this and that. And they Ehlers has given blood, sweat, and tears for five years now. And if you don't want to have him out there every night, I don't know what you want to say. But you know what? He put it out there for tonight. We won. We're going to win. We're going to win out. And that's all I got to say. Peace out. All right. All right. There is JK in Pinehurst. 317-1250. What's up, Chairman? I just want to say, uh, former pirate golfer, form, uh, current live golfer, Harold Varner, tweeting out 12 minutes Harold ago. Varner. <laughs> Harold Varner. Sorry. Her, 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 how about them pirates? You remember when we said we should have one day where Chandler just gets hammered at work? I'm not saying I'm not saying that happened today. I'm saying we talked about that previously, though. We did. That's yeah. about what it would sound like. Her. 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 H-R-R. V-R-R. So, Clint, let me tell you. I just wanted to jump in here, and I was on the All right, let's go to Twitter. Alex. Alex in Annapolis. Alex, what do you got, buddy? Uh, Shirley's getting the phone, so we'll wait a moment because the phone lines have been hot <laughs> after this 34 to 13 win. Alex in Annapolis is up. Hey, Alex. How about them Pirates? How's it going, fellas? Going great. Hey, hey, uh, I know I'm from Annapolis, but that's besides the point. I got some, uh, I got some uh, observations from the game today. We're looking pretty good. I think we're getting our momentum at the right time. Uh, this is the prime example of what turnovers will do. They will swing the momentum uh, in one direction or another real quickly, um, largely in part because of the secondary allowing all those, uh, I think there was four sacks. Um, yeah, I mean, they were just locked down tonight. Um, Keaton Mitchell, seeing him uh, picking up some of those uh, some of those blitzes coming through, great job to Keaton. Gun looking pretty good out there. Shout out to Ehlers. Uh, those timing routes were on point. I'm loving the throwback. Uh, even seeing CJ doing some of the Michael Jackson touchdown da- dances. Uh, Lantley is a freshman and is getting double teamed. That dude is going to be a monster. Uh, and then lastly, we're going to need a kicker. Uh, whoever it is, Conrad, Daffer, whoever it is, fingers crossed, we're going to need them down the road. Let me hear your thoughts. 
Talk to you later. My thoughts are you summed up the uh, performance for the Pirates tonight quite well. I remember Lampley running on the field for a play. I said, get in there, Lampley. Get in there, Lampley. Next thing I know, me and Chandler are celebrating. Rick DeBrew, Lampley getting <laughs> after the quarterback, getting a sack. That was great to see. I saw CJ dancing after the touchdown. I didn't recognize it as a Michael Jackson dance. I thought it was dance. a TikTok dance. It might have been, but uh, I, he had a nice little uh, was. dance was going nice. on. That was good to see. Uh, but yeah, uh, well summed up, I thought, by Alex there. Yeah, and it's one of those games. You know what? When you win the turnover battle 4-0, a lot of of other things have to go wrong for you to lose that game. East Carolina didn't have a lot of penalties. I think they only had three penalties on the night. They played a clean football game. So when you take the ball away four times and you don't give the ball away, you're going to win those just about every time as long as you don't make any other crazy mistakes. And I think think Clips mentioned this before the night, but the Pirates only punted one time tonight. One Mm -hmm. time. One time. And that's crazy. One time. One time tonight. Beautiful thing. All right, Kenny is up in Blunt Creek. I know Kenny had a good time because we saw him celebrating tonight. What's up, Kenny? Hey, Clip, Billy. Uh, look, just give y'all a little shout-out to start this thing off. I've got over like 130-plus tries to call in tonight. And that's that's a, a that says volumes to y'all show that people want to call in, talk with you guys, hear what other people say. You know, good and bad. Tonight's great. Let's just say one thing. Total domination. We dominated them from the get-go. We, we, we could have had a touchdown at the very beginning. We missed the field goal. After that, this game was not in jeopardy. It really wasn't. We the defense, man, the Sharks were out. Kept looking up there and uh, seeing where uh, Clip and uh, Chandler were hanging out. And, man, the, the, the Shark fins were out. Defense was kicking tail. Offensive uh, play calling was amazing tonight. Everybody executed. Penalties, I don't remember a lot of bad penalties tonight. Like you said, one punt. I asked my daughter one time during the game when we punted. I said, it's the first time, and everybody was like, I don't know. It was. So, man, just total domination. Uh, Billy, we were talking about this at pregame in in the tailgate zone that we know this team is capable of playing. We were all like, hey, what do you think? We know this team can play like this. It's just, can we get on the field and do it? Tonight, they did it, man. So, just happy. Made it all the way back to Blunt's Creek. Just going to sit back here, you guys, for a little bit longer, and I'm actually going to rewatch the game before I go to bed because, <laughs> man, I'm living the purple dream right now. Um, hey, my man there uh, in uh, South uh, no, nah, I want to call him South Florida. UCF, Gus, you don't like barbecue, tough crap, boy. Going back to Florida, eat your, your, your crab legs. <laughs> and, and, you know, and, I, and one thing about that, we just gave them a butt kicking to get out of our conference, go play somewhere else. And I ain't never forgive them for what they did to Marcus Crandall back in the day with that cheap shot. So, peace out. Great tailgate today. Great game. Go Pirates. Let's go Friday night. Kick some Cougars butt. And, hey, y'all get to bed in a little while. <laughs> All, right, All right, Kenny. There's uh, Kenny in Blunts Creek. Thanks, Kenny. Tell you who was right, Chandler. Tony Collins was right. Uh, Tony's been saying how he is so disappointed with this team because we are so talented and should be so much better. 
And tonight, they look like the team Tony's been talking about that they were. Yeah, Tony literally started laughing the other day on Pirate Radio Live, and we were like, Tony, what are you laughing about? I mean, I mean, he was literally like started to laugh out loud, and we were like, Tony, what are you ta- what are you laughing about? And he was like, We have so much talent on this team, especially offensively. And tonight it showcased that. And I'm like, hey, we're four and three. We are what we are. But he saw something in these guys, and they showed up tonight, man. It was uh, it was a butt whooping. And a good team. And and by the way, guys, uh, I'm only 24, so I don't know what happened in the mid 90s. But I've all week long I've heard about this Marcus Brandle deal. I I I don't know what happened in the mid 90s, but apparently UCF apparently the hatred towards the Knights uh I don't I don't know in, the play the, I was young too but cheap was shot with, and injured and yeah. leg broken yeah. and yeah. yeah so that started the the hate there all right uh 317-1250 Zach is up and done hello Zach hey guys thanks for taking my call first of all uh I'm not ashamed to eat crow I know I give Donnie flack I've given Donnie flack for the last couple of years uh Donnie called a fantastic game tonight and the guys executed it to perfection. Um, I have been a fan of East Carolina, all athletics, since I was born. I'm 33 years old. I've been here for the highs. I've been here for the lows. Um, that is one of the most dominating performances on all sides of the ball that I've seen. I'm so, I was so proud to walk out of that stadium tonight. And we were just so physical. So that being said, the one negative that I have tonight is all the students, and I mean, I can beat that drum all day long. Students left at halftime, and I'm sure they were saying, oh, it was cold out. It's 2022. We know what the weather is going to be like. Come on. Like, our football team is finally getting over the hump, and we need that support. That is support that we should be able to count on. And, uh, you know, I, I, I think that saying that we we will win out is a little bit aggressive. I mean, we got a tough slate the next three games, regardless of the BYU struggles that are going on. Um, is it feasible? Possibly. But, you know, it's, it's tough sledding from here on out, and we've got to have that student support. But um, that was an awesome game tonight, and I just I hope that we can get a full house for the Houston game, even though it's going to be uh, the third week in November. It's going to be cold. Uh, I can tell people that it's going to be cold, so I know hoes don't get cold, so wear, wear pants instead of dresses. Come on. Go Pirates. <laughs> <laughs> There's a uh, uh, fashion tip. Did you um, hear that, Zach. honey boy? <laughs> wear pants instead of a dress. He didn't hear he's that. Not, he's, he's not paying nope, attention. He's, he's, he's in Twitter land. He is long gone. <laughs> uh, hey, I'm glad we don't have that post-Thanksgiving Friday home game this year. Yeah. Uh, it's November 19th, so we should have students here right people here i think so Do we have students that close i hope so but uh look they didn't give us that they didn't stick us with that post thanksgiving game where nobody's here so let's uh let's show up get loud for houston could be uh a bowl clinching game if the pirates go zero and two on the road we might already be bowl eligible by then right and i agree with zach could too. Be a lot. I, I, i'm not on board with saying okay we're gonna run the table from here on out now i am on board and have been all year with 
East Carolina's got the talent to do it. And when East Carolina is playing well, when they're hitting on all cylinders the way they did tonight against UCF, they have the ability to run the table. There's nobody on the schedule they can't beat. On the flip side, we've said this before too, there's nobody on the schedule that can't beat East Carolina when they play like they did against Navy, when they play like they have you know, against other teams this year. So, I mean, they've just got to keep this momentum going. All right, uh, Todd, Mike, Charlie, hang on. We have an open line that will probably get filled quickly because we are taking your calls here early into Sunday morning on the U.S. Sailor Fifth Quarter Call-In Show. We are back with more after this. Good call, Charlie. You're listening to the U.S. Cellular fifth quarter postgame call-in show. Here's Clip Brock. Back with you on the U.S. Cellular fifth quarter call-in show. Good stuff from Keaton tonight. We saw him run in the touchdown throw of the deuce. Garrett Short from WNCT Channel 9 has a picture of him after a score, and he's holding up the 4-7 for Rajay. That's cool stuff. That's good stuff right there from Keaton. Great game for him tonight, Weave. You talked about the explosive runs, and uh, the exclamation point for the Pirates tonight was a long Keaton Mitchell run. So, uh, great to see tonight. Yeah, it was nice. All right, Isaac, Charlie, Mike, hang on. We roll on the U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call-in show. We go to Todd in Atlanta. Hey, Todd. Clipper. Yes, sir. Hey, brother. What's up? Todd Wilson. Hey, you Billy. Hey, how are you guys doing, man? Doing great. How about you? Yeah, doing, man, doing. Um, was in and out watching, you know, had the game on TV, in and out doing, you know, doing things. But uh, I'm going to tell you this. It, it, I sat there last week, watched the four overtime victory. This is probably the most, but was said earlier, complete game on both sides of the ball that I have seen the Pirates have in quite a number of years. Um, when you look at, at Holt Naylor's and his maturation, as far as being able to be a game manager, not make throws that he's not capable of making. He plays within himself. He checks down. And really and truly, he has got probably the best receiving core, well, that he's had in his time at East Carolina. And I'm going to tell you, we've got some, some athletes that, uh, you know, that can make plays and, you know, I, and looking at Mitchell, you know, this kid is from down, down here over at, uh, um, Eagles landing high school. But that I'm telling you, when I watched him put his foot in the ground last week in that overtime and cut back across the green, you know, I haven't seen anything like that. I mean, he reminded me of junior Smith, you know, from back in the day, um, you know, Johnson, of course, you know, Keith Stokes, you know, when you want to talk about, you know, but I'm telling you, this this team is is really putting together a, a really good season on in every facet of the game. And this is something that I don't think has been seen uh for East Carolina in, in at least I don't know, but you know, at least since uh Coach Russ um time as as head coach. 
No doubt. And uh, it, it makes those losses, you know, more painful. But the fact that we're up here talking about that right now, what this team could be record-wise, we've at, you know, 7-1. and one. I've seen that typed a lot tonight. Yeah. Uh, you're so close to that. It shows you how close we are. And, man, just a great response uh, coming off that loss to Tulane to come back here at home, protect your house at home. Yeah. Two huge conference wins. And, and they put it all together tonight. Like, this is – can we see this it's, it's hard to replicate a performance like this but now that's going to be the expectation we've seen it go out and do it again do yep. it against byu yep. go toe-to-toe with cincinnati and then i'll uh, we'll see what happens with houston here but uh yeah it was awesome to watch tonight are there guys the opportunities are there that yeah. have not been there in the last few years yeah so you know what and the whole nailers you know local kid you know and and this is you know this is something that he has wanted you know since he was a kid um, and and the, uh, the ability and, and the way that things are coming together and the way that Coach Houston has, has put together these different elements. And, and now we're, you know, we're seeing all this hard work come to fruition. And you know what? Just, just, just take it, run with it, and make the best of it. And you know what? Go Pirates. Todd, good to hear from you, man. I tell you what, man, everything is is in East Carolina's control right now, and you hit it on the head with the, with uh, Holt Nailers. He born and raised here, and he said when he came to East Carolina, he wanted to be a part of bringing East Carolina back to what he knew as a kid, uh, and that's winning ways. And you know, he's got a chance. He and this Pirate football team this year have a chance to do something special and really kind of solidify the. The mantra, I guess it is, of saying, you know what, East Carolina's back. All right, 317-1250. This show says the Pirates are back because we got a lot of folks interested in talking ECU football at 1250 a.m. By the way, did you guys see my tweet? I just tweeted out. Check it out. If you're out there listening, check out my tweet. Check out Billy's tweet. All right, uh, Mike is up in Greenville. What's up, Mike? Hey, Cliff. What's going on, guys? Appreciate you. What an amazing freaking event tonight. It just on all sides of the ball is incredible. But I'm not going to talk about stats. Did I hear you say that you're from First Colonial? You went to First Colonial? I did. 1987 was when I graduated. Okay, well, I was the last graduating class from Cox High School, the old Cox High School. Yeah, that was our big rival right down the road. Yeah, yeah well, you, back then you pretty much beat the crap out of them <laughs> we were we were the beach district champions pretty much every year but then we'd get in the playoffs about second or third round and we'd always have to go up against the hampton crabbers who would kill us it's a cool name yeah hampton crabbers they always had they had like an offensive line that had 300 pound guys all the way across the offensive line and back in 87 that was a huge deal well that's because they ate good crab yeah yeah they grew them up there man they just grew big guys Absolutely, absolutely. You know, but back in the day, we were more of a wrestling school. You guys were the football school. True, true. But you always did well in the wrestling as well. But anyway, so yeah, I just had to. I just had to give a shout out for the Falcons, Cox High School. Gotcha. And, uh, appreciate what you guys do, and wow, I, there's nothing I can add to the game tonight. It's just incredible. All right, you're tuned in to Virginia Beach. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you got to be able to connect with the fans. I like it. No, there. that's good stuff. Flip, you got to connect. I like it. I like it. I'm hey, cool. I tell you what, and I I have always said that I've I've thought that East Carolina could always do a better job of recruiting in that Tidewater area. So the more people we get talking about that area and talking about East Carolina, the better. 
Are you kidding me? Because Frank Beamer, Frank Beamer made a living mm-hmm. in that Tidewater area, and that's how Virginia Tech got built. Is, is that Tidewater area. And that's why you're seeing Old Dominion start to come up the ranks because they're able to recruit right there in their own backyard. So we need to stay, as East Carolina fans, we need to stay on top of recruiting in that Tidewater area. I 100% agree. And speaking of Virginia football, dude, who would have thought that James Madison and Liberty would be the best football <laughs> Right. Football? How about that? Yeah. <laughs> Rough times right now with UVA and with VTech. Yeah. So, yeah, you're right. All right, Mike. Thanks, man. Hey, good times. Thanks for taking my call. Right, thank, thank you. you. Mike in Greenville checking us out. Late night, early morning on the U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call-in show. I was figuring we'd hear from Charlie in Pittsburgh at some point. Charlie, how you doing, man? Oh, boys. I'm doing great. Let me tell you what. Uh, somewhere atop the Magic Kingdom in Orlando tonight, a single tear rolled down the <laughs> mouth big, fat, felt cheek. Uh, because of the pirate win tonight, but just that, just a complete game. I mean, gosh, everything felt good. It was just a, just a good old fashioned Dowdy Ficklin ass whipping. <laughs> that was good to see. Well, it was just fun time in the stadium, and uh, the, I mean, the defense playing vicious all night long, and the offense was clicking. I mean, CJ pulled down some balls tonight, just some unbelievable catches, and really, I mean, especially in the in the first half, it was just Holton was getting rid of the ball quick, and they were accurate passes, and just. Not much to complain about tonight, except for the officiating. But what's new in Dowdy Ficklin Stadium with bad officiating? Um, but just uh, just so happy tonight. Uh, this team's building up ahead of steam. Good to get some momentum before we get on the road. And yeah, I mean, depending on which Pirates show up to play, I don't think there's I don't think there's a game on this schedule that uh, we can't win for the rest of the time. If if we show up and play, especially like we did tonight. So uh, hey, paint this one purple. Nothing like a uh, fifth quarter after dark after a good Pirate win. Y'all have a good night. Thank you, Charlie. Good to hear from you as always, buddy. All right, Charlie. Ain't it funny how Gus Malzahn had to come to North Carolina, the home of the nature boy, to ride Space Mountain? Woo. Woo! Woo on that. All right, uh, 317-1250. Kevin, you have been bitching in the YouTube chat all night. I think we might have finally have open lines. If you'd like to call in and talk about it, just call in, 317-1250, and we can get it all out there uh isaac is up in greenville hello isaac hey clip first thing i want to talk about is how you took the night over the pirates 37 to 30 i think that was a bad call you think it was after (laughs) ec wins you think that was a bad call isaac i agree with you it was a bad call Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're going to take an L for whatever kind of sheet, money line thing you got going on. I will take that L. I will take that L. I would like to point out that I took uh, uh, NC State and Tulane to beat ECU. And, and, you know, and I've also taken ECU to, I took ECU to beat Navy. I took an L on that one, Isaac. Hey, well, I tell you what, Tulane, that was a good call. Tulane looks good. They won again tonight. But Isaac, top 25 I took a big fat L tonight, no doubt, man. Oh yeah, you did. But hey, the, well, when when you add up all your other ones, they kind of cancel out. But still, that's beside the point. ECU got a win tonight, which was great. Like no matter what. But also, like uh, tonight, for the first time in the season, offense complimented the defense. Like no doubt about it. Offense, like anything that defense put up, got to stop. Offense came back and countered back. Hey, you know what? If you remember, I was talking last weekend or uh, last week 
about uh, the offense kind of um, jump-starting the defense last last week. Do you mm-hmm. remember that? Yeah. And I think that happened again this week with the offense coming out looking good early on. I tell you what, when the defense goes out there and they play their heart out and they play great all year and the, they're just not getting any offensive production, when they see that the offense is starting to click, that's an extra gear those guys defensively go on. And I think that's what happened last week and I think that's what happened again this week. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, if, if, if you look at the U, USS game, like, we came out on offense, like, being fire hot. Uh, and within the, like, in the second half, defense wasn't much. Like, because they, they got a, quite a few bit of, quite a few bit of yards on us in that second half. But then offense got clicking. CJ finally got that, uh, CJ got that fourth touchdown to tie the, uh, school record and after that we were smooth sailing but and defense finally got defense got back into the click and was doing doing what they normally do and uh like that just what that's what won us the game this week won us the game defense offense and special teams like y'all said this is the first week i've listened to pirate radio and i haven't heard people talking horrible about our special teams but like that's because special teams play good. But what? I, I mean, I don't know. Like it, it was all around good game today, no matter what team it was. Yes, sir, Isaac. Uh, good call. And look, we had a missed field goal, but we played so well when it hadn't really been brought up a whole lot. Hey, yeah, that's. I was going to say that. How about how funny is that? Because had this been a very close game or one that we lost at the end uh, by a field goal or by a touchdown or whatever, people would have been losing their minds about that first field goal. But in a situation like this, no harm, no foul. All right, Isaac. And, and like if like if we would have lost this game. People would have been talking a whole bunch of crap about Donnie K. Yeah, I mean that's the way it goes. You lose, somebody's got to get fired. You win, and we're all partying. So, yeah, it's exactly like uh, um, what Ailes telling y'all show this week. Like for him as a quarterback, if he's playing good, they're going to be all praise. But if he, if like the Pirates lose the game, it's going to be all on him. Yeah, it's kind of same with Donnie K. Yep. Yeah, uh, you're right. Coaches, coaches, and quarterbacks get too much praise when they win, um, and they they sometimes get too much blame. Yep, too much. Yeah. So I mean, it's 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 feast or famine with those guys. Yeah. Thanks, Isaac. Well, yeah, no problem. And uh, I want to end with our go Pirates. Here we go. Here we go. Hey, hey, look, look, we we about to beat out the Pac-12 coming out or packing whatever, uh, whatever it is all right i knew isaac had gone on a little too long i was trying to get him out and uh he kept going and there we go i just i smelled that one coming yeah i, I gotta gotta give him a pass that was a slip there oh that, that was a slip yep I, hey that's on me i tried to wrap it yep. up twice he kept going <laughs> you gotta know when to fold him Kevin, keep trying. 317-1250. We got lines locked up right now with Brendan, Jay, and Reed, and more of your calls coming up after this. You're listening to the U.S. Cellular fifth quarter postgame call-in show. Here's Clip Brock. 
Now, with the Pirate Radio Scoreboard, here's Shirley Rhodes. Got to do a scoreboard first. Well, there's a couple of games uh, still going on. They're all in, uh, well, two of them are in the fourth quarter. Uh, Utah State trailing Wyoming 28-14. That's got about a minute and a half left to go in that game. Washington leads California 21-14 with 13 minutes to go in that game. And they are in the third quarter in Reno. San Diego State leads Nevada 23-7. And that is a look at your Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard brought to you by the Buck. It is your beacon of music in the land of the Pirates. And they're open from noon until 2 a.m. with live music every night. You can follow the Buck on Instagram for an updated schedule and we'll see you at the buck now let's head back into the u.s cellular fifth quarter postgame college show here's your host clip brock the buck hey that's mine i i was i was setting you up for it i was setting you up for it all right carrie Corey, I'm sorry. Reed, Jay, Brendan, you guys are lunatics, and I mean that in the best possible way. You're our lunatics. You're up calling at 104 a.m. You're our people. Yes. We love you. Yes. Before we get to you, our Brown and Wood Drive of the Games brought to you by Brown and Wood, serving the Pirate Nation, Eastern North Carolina since 1937. Brown and Wood, your number one dealership in Greenville. Brown and Wood on Greenville Boulevard, Greenville, online. Brownandwoodauto.com. Go see them boys over there. They got some cars and tell them Billy Weaver sent you. Tell them Billy Weaver sent yes. you. Man, it's great. Great to have options for our drive of the game. We're going to go with the answer. And I'm not talking about Allen Iverson. I'm Mm -hmm. talking about third quarter. UCF scores to make it a seven-point game. Pirates come right back down the field. Nine plays, 75 yards, four minutes, five seconds. Keaton Mitchell ends it on a six-yard run. We agreed on that one. But how about this? Uh, Pirates score... On a 10-play, 80-yard drive, mm-hmm. that's a drive that ends on an Ehlers touchdown. They follow that up, 7-play, seven 72 yards, and that was only in 254. That was uh, uh, before the end of the half. They dominated, by the way, time of possession in that first half, 20-10 yeah. to 10 basically, doubled them up. So uh, Pirates had some great drives tonight. Yeah, but that one was definitely the drive of the game. Because, yeah, I mean, they were. it was a 7-point game, and you had a feeling. What I was thinking, you know what was going through my mind? is the exact opposite of what happened last week when East Carolina was down 17-0. They end up coming back. Um, You remember they, at the end of the first half, had those two touchdown drives, whole different ball game. It ends up going into four overtimes. East Carolina wins. So, of course, that's going through my head. You were up 17-0. You allow at the end of the first half that three points on that long pass play and then the very first drive of the second half. You cut it to seven. I'm thinking, uh-oh, we got to answer right here. They did, and that was the drive of the game. Huge. Brown and Wood drive the game. Thanks to Brown and Wood for their support. All right, we go to Brendan in Greenville. Hello, Brendan. Brendan, you still there? Sorry, we uh, talked too much. Jay is up in Greenville. Hey, Jay. Hey, what's up, guys? What's up? Uh, everybody is. We're up. Yeah. We're four, man. Y'all are, y'all are, y'all are awesome. Appreciate y'all feeling everybody staying up and feeling the calls. But, uh, hey, y'all were talking about the uh, UCF game and um, uh, Marcus Crandall's leg getting broken and all that stuff. I, I vividly remember that uh, game. I was actually um, uh, talking to Marcus about it uh, a few years ago, tailgating. And, uh, um, but they broke his leg, and it was very Joe Theismann-like. I mean, it was 
Uh, I mean, it was, it was gross. And, uh, uh, you know, and it, the, the thing that got the Pirate fans so mad about it is that the players showed no remorse, no concern, and even UCF players even stood up on the bench. And uh, at that point in time, they, um, the visiting team was on the, well, we call it the Pirate Club side, but, you know, the press box side. And they stood up on the benches and pounded their chest and celebrated and taunted the fans like, hey, look what we did. And uh, it got kind of ugly. And, um, uh, you know, it's, it's something as a Pirate fan uh, I'll never forget. And uh, I'm really get, really glad that we uh, stuck it up their ass tonight and uh, hopefully gave them a little bit of, a little bit of barbecue to, to uh, exit and go wherever they're going. And, uh, you know, that's um, – anyway. But I, I just wanted to add. That Jay, one week after, Marcus Crandall inducted into the ECU Hall of Fame. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Pretty yeah. cool. Hey, you know what? Hey, it's good stuff. Um, <clears throat> complete game. Complete game for the Pirates tonight. I mean, uh, it, you know, everything except for, I guess, uh, the one missed field goal. But um, – as complete a, a win as I can remember, um, I know B. Pays uh, said Virginia Tech. I would also throw in the uh, the West Virginia win when they came into the stadium ranked so high, and we we just really played good for four quarters on on every side of the football. Yep. Yeah, uh, uh, really good to see. But um, I, you know, I, I've, I've called up. I've uh, like a lot of people, I've been upset with Donnie Kirkpatrick and play calling. And uh, a few weeks ago, made a comment that you know he and Holton are, are kind of married. You know, I mean, they're you can't blame one without the other, and it comes down to not only what Donnie calls, but what we execute. And, and it's not just Holton back there by himself. I mean, somebody's got to block, somebody's got to run the right route, catch the ball. I mean, there's all kinds of things go into it, but. Um, uh, I thought tonight, I was just really happy for Holton. Um, he's thrown for more yardage. He's thrown for more touchdowns. But I thought tonight was one of his more complete games that he's had um, as a Pirate. And it's good to see him um, play that kind of football. Uh, Mistake-free. Uh, did he actually Did he get sacked tonight at all? Yes, I mean, he did. He And he went down once. Uh, and he came up shaking his left hand a couple of times that I noticed, and I was a little concerned about that. But I think we know, went down near the goal, maybe on a and goal play. It, it was because he got line. sacked on the 15-yard line. Yeah. It was a first-and-goal situation, then he got sacked on the 15. That's where they ended up kicking a field goal there yeah. because they couldn't couldn't punch it in. So, yeah, he, okay. he did, yeah. Uh, but there was one where he had gotten hit and came up shaking his hand. I was a little bit concerned about that, but we've talked about this a bunch. He's a tough kid, and I say kid. He's a tough young man. Um, and I just remember him as a kid always, but uh, he's a tough young man, and he's been playing hurt, nicked up all season, and still gone out there and uh, put together some gritty, gutty performances. Hey, look, his uh, his right shoulder has come out several times this year, and uh, uh, I, I, I went through shoulder dislocation myself, and uh, anytime you see somebody have a shoulder come out and put it back in and go out there and play some football, uh, that's a man for you because uh, it hurts. It hurts like hell. So uh, uh, I know it's not his throwing shoulder, but uh, he doesn't want to have it happen, I'm sure. But uh, he's, he's gritting it out. But, uh, you know, all right, last thing I'm going to say here, uh, Pirate fans, I mean, the ones that showed up tonight, 
the ones that showed up for homecoming have been, I mean, that's our pirate faithful. I mean, they're loud, they're proud, uh, you know, cheering for the pirates. Uh, I thought the student turnout was great for homecoming. Uh, not so good tonight. And um, uh, I, I, I put something on my own Facebook post uh, challenging pirate fans who are, you know, trying to sell tickets, uh, you know, the day of the game. Uh, and it's just like, come on, if you're not going to use them, give them to somebody. Get somebody in the in the stands, in your seats if you can't go. But, um, you know, I, I know we like to criticize the coaches when they don't do well. Um, but we got to do better. We, we, I mean, I know it hurts to uh, see teams like Cincinnati, Central Florida, Houston, who, uh, you know, move on to the Big 12 and, and – We'd love to be right there with them. Let's, I mean, let's call it like, we, like it is. But, but um, uh, our fans got to step it back up. I know everybody got disenchanted with, uh, you, you know, the whole Scotty Moe deal and, and uh, uh, the way the program was run. But things are heading in a better direction now. Uh, I know we had a whole bunch of uh, games in September, and maybe people got burnt out. Uh, we lost some games we shouldn't have. That hurts too. Um, people got to hunt. People got to go to a wedding. People got to do whatever. You know, the great thing about excuses is they all work. I mean, all you got to do is pick which one you're going to use. But uh, I mean, we got one game left at home, and we got two weeks, three what, three weeks, right? Uh, for everybody to book their room, do what they're going to do, make sure they're there. But uh, these seniors on this team have given their blood, sweat, and tears. And they have turned this thing around. And, I mean, we were absolutely ashamed uh, before this crowd got here. And the guys that are seniors now uh, deserve a full stadium uh, against Houston. And I don't know if we're going to be on a three-game or four-game win streak uh, or if we're going to be playing for bowl eligibility, but we need to be there. And we need to send these guys out the right way and uh, go Pirates. All right, right. Jay in Greenville. The call was so great. Couldn't cut him off. He kept going and going and going. But great, uh, great thoughts there, Uh, Jay. Thanks for tuning in late tonight. Appreciate it. All right, 317-1250. That opens up a line. Uh, Reed is in Memphis, Tennessee. Hello, Reed. Yeah, Reed didn't stay through. Reed, no Reed. Try Corey and Raleigh. Hello, Corey. Corey and Raleigh, what's up, Flip? What's up, Corey and Raleigh? Doing good, man, doing good. Uh, about a beer, so uh, hanging on tight here. A uh, couple quick bullet points, my man. Uh, so, again, I'm not going to beat the dead horse on the, on the miss on the projection, brother. I love you. <laughs> what's that now on my, on my call? Is that what you said? On your call, yeah. Yeah, look, I'll take it, man. I am happy to take the L, the big fat L. So, yeah. <laughs> Who would you pick? Do you have the Pirates winning tonight? Uh, I don't bet on my on my home team. I didn't bet on it. I just picked the game. I mean, who did you think was going to win tonight? Um, exactly. The, you don't even need to say <laughs> that. Oh, uh, said it all. <laughs> yeah, touche, touche, my friend. Uh, <laughs> moving on. So, uh, second bullet point here: the defense, my friend. You know, the defense and, and the extended drives. You know, and and keeping them on the field, and you know, the offense staying on the field and driving that out, brother. You know, it was uh, they were getting after him tonight, and it was beautiful. 
You know what? And that's a very good point that we haven't really talked about. East Carolina's offense able to extend drives, keep that defense fresh on the field, because when you're playing a mobile quarterback like Plumlee, a guy that can get out there and scramble and plays take up to 15, 20 seconds to to, you know, from start to finish, that doesn't sound like a long time, but that's a long time for a defensive guy to be chasing a quarterback around the field. So the fact that those defenders were relatively fresh most of the night was a huge part of that game. Absolutely. I opened up those interceptions the whole nine, and they were getting at the quarterback, breaking loose, bringing five, six sometimes. It was beautiful. No doubt. Okay, let's let's repeat this one. Let's take it on the road with us across the country to Provo. Absolutely, absolutely. That was our last home game, right? Uh, well, we got one more. We got more. two on the road coming up, and one more uh, against Dana Holgerson and Houston here at home. That should be a fun one in November. All right, well, that rolls me right into my next one, man. What's the path to the conference championship? <laughs> and I mean, you know, Tulane's looking real soft over there. Yeah. I mean, we got Cincinnati coming up. Yeah. The good news is they've got three you know tough games right. i mean it, it, there's losses to be had that navy one's going to stick in our side man yeah, but yeah. uh there could very well be a two loss team in the championship this year will it be us i don't know but uh we're not out of it yet i'll say that with tonight's win yeah. we're not mathematically out of it and of course it depends on who the other two loss team is in the head-to-head we still gotta roll cincinnati too though right well, Cliff, we'll see you at the next Orchard Rose, brother. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and... Oh, that Corey. What's, <laughs> Corey, we'll see you in uh, December, I guess, or around there, yeah. All right, buddy. Good to hear from you. All right. Later. All right, there's uh, Corey and Raleigh. All right, last call for your calls. Cameron, hang on. Nick, hang on. Kevin, uh, jump in, 317-1250. And uh, we will wrap it up when we return on the U.S. Sailor 5th Quarter Call-In Show after this. <laughs> You're listening to the U.S. Cellular fifth quarter postgame call-in show. Here's Clip Brock. All right, 317-1250 on the U.S. Cellular fifth quarter call-in show. Saw and showing Billy mini Petey. There's a kid's uh, authentic Petey costume, and he meets the real Petey. That was some good stuff there. Uh, Because Billy was showing me Petey, the pirate, lifting up Keaton Mitchell after a touchdown. Everybody was partying tonight. It was awesome. Great to see. Great to see. Hey, and Petey got out there with the uh, dance team and did a showed some cut moves. a little rug. Yeah, good to see. Yeah. All right, Thomas, Drew, Cameron, hang on. Uh, last call for your calls: three one seven twelve fifty. We got to sleep at some time, uh, folks. Nick in Beulahville is up. Hey, Nick. Hey, what's up? What's up? Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm gonna be real quick. I know y'all ready to go to bed and everything. Um, just getting back from the game. I appreciate what y'all do. Y'all get me through the work week. Listen to you every day. Um, if y'all go to the Houston game, get in the seat and don't leave early. Have a good one. Good night. All right, there's the message from Nick in Beulahville. If you're going, stay. Yes. That excludes us because we have to be here to take your calls right after the game. I know. I feel weird sometimes that midway through the fourth quarter when I'm leaving, depending, you know, tonight I didn't feel too bad about it because we had the 
game pretty much in hand. But yeah. sometimes I, I, it's like I have people looking at me. Where are you going, dude? What, what are you doing? I had a few people uh, uh, stop or say something on the way down, like, good fifth quarter tonight. I was like, all right, don't talk yet. Let's relax. <laughs> but we're, we hope so. But, yeah. All right, uh, let's go to Cameron, who's up in Phoenix, Arizona, all the way to Tacoma, Philadelphia, Atlanta, L.A. I was so going to say that. Northern California, where the girls are warm. So I can hear my sweet baby say, hello, Cameron. Keep on a rocking me, Cameron. Yeah, sing it. Sing it, Billy. Sing it. Keep, keep on a rocking me, Cameron. Baby, 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 keep on rocking. Keep on rocking me. Okay. <laughs> Cameron, are you going to buy one of Holden's uh, T-shirts from his company in a few years? Yes, I will I will buy one of his T-shirts uh, from his company. Uh, but listen, I'll be quick. Y'all, first of all, y'all need a time limit on these, some of these calls. I mean, it feels like some of these guys are going through their life story. Uh, secondly, Blake Carroll. We need a gong behind us. We need a shot. Remember the gong show? Yeah. Gong. (laughs) Or a buzzer. I feel bad for y'all. I feel bad for y'all. But give Blake Carroll a lifetime contract. Mike Houston, biggest win of his era at ECU. That's our biggest win as a program since 2014, I believe. Uh, Lastly, screw UCF. I hope they enjoy the Big 12. Uh, Eastern North Carolina barbecue is superior. And uh, let's see if we can beat the Mormons next uh, next week, guys. I'm up here in uh, Phoenix. I might stay a little bit longer and fly up uh, Salt Lake on Friday and uh, get up there and see the game. But we'll see. And, uh, yeah, just props to the team tonight. Full all-around game. That's the best all-around game I think I've seen this program play in a while. Um, but, yeah, uh, go Pirates, guys. And I hope you all can get some sleep tonight. Y'all do a, a, an amazing job at Pirate Radio. Thanks, Cameron. Thanks, Cameron. We'll, uh, we'll talk to you next Friday night, I'm sure. 317 Yes, sir. Uh, Drew is up in Texas. Hey, Drew. Hey, what's up, guys? I just want to say poetic justice. We were down 17 nothing against Memphis last week. This week, we were up 17 nothing, and we played the roles exactly the way we should. Um, if you remember Kevin's call from earlier, I'm not going to eat crow as much as he did, but Holton played a great game. Go Pirates. All right, we showed you how to play with a seventeen nothing lead. Uh, Memphis yeah. could not do that last yeah. week. Good, good call. All right, uh, we go next to Thomas and Raleigh. Hey, Thomas. Hey, fellas. I'll make this quick. My buddies would laugh about that because I'm full of hot air. But uh, <laughs> great win. To- Usually, people who say we'll make this quick go about five six minutes. So we'll see, Thomas. I won't trust me. I won't. <laughs> but I agree with the guy earlier. Wish more people were showing up like they need to be. But. Uh, one thing, I've got one beef with ECU right now, and I feel like I've noticed it all year. Are they cutting purple hay short or what when the boys come out? I feel like they're not letting it go long enough. That's all i got to say. Go Pirates. Let's get a big win next weekend. All right. Thank you, Thomas. What do you, I missed it. What do you say? Purple haze. So uh, they cut off purple haze a little bit. Oh, short. okay. All right. Uh, I'm on board with that. All right, Chad is up in Myrtle. I say we play Purple Haze the entire game. Just let it go. <laughs> Even during the play, just let it play. Now's not the time for this, but we do know other songs than like Sweet Caroline and Living on a Prayer. I'm just saying, we know the words to other songs. If you want to play them and turn the volume down, yeah. we can do some Well, they didn't songs. turn the volume down for Living on a Prayer tonight, though. Yes, they did. No, they didn't. Not all the way. They turned it down, then they turned it back up. It was... Uh, all right. Anyway. Chad, you're in Myrtle Beach. You're on. Hello, Chad. Hey, I'm almost back home enjoying listening to you all the way. That's what we're here for. Great game. Uh, had fun. Um, and uh, love Mitchell. And um, it was good to see Petey pick him up after the play. Um. I was at that game that uh, Crandall broke his leg, and they were 
they kept jumping off sides, and uh, big guy set, uh, on the uh, defense just kept jumping off sides and throwing them in the ground, and I can still see his foot going the wrong way. It makes my stomach hurt to think about it, but um, yeah, I'm glad we, we beat them tonight. Yes, sir. A lot of uh, old Pirate fans feel the same way. They felt like this is one for uh, the Cran man there. Yeah, and see, I don't remember that game because I was here from 91, 2, and 3, then went to South Carolina and Georgia, and then back here in 98. So some of those mid-90s games I didn't get to, to see, but I did hear a lot about that game. I never saw that game. Well, Chad, Marcus Crandall is a Hall of Famer, and the Pirates have a winning record all time against UCF. How about yeah, that? Yeah. All right. Anything else, man? That's it. All right, buddy. Thanks right, for thanks, uh, hey, wrapping us up. And if Chad can make the drive to Dowdy Ficklin Stadium from Myrtle Beach, so yeah. can you. You can uh, make it from wherever you are. There you go. Well said, Weave. All right. Shirley, uh, you want to keep going? Keep. <laughs> Good job today, Shirls, as always. How about this? Three Saturdays off in a row. Who's fired up about that? Wow. We got a Friday night game, an off week, another Friday, Friday night, night game. game. Yep, yep. Three yep. Saturdays off in a row, nice. baby. I'm jacked up. What am I going to do with myself? I will figure it. Well, my wife has things for me to do. Yeah, honey, do. But, uh, you well, got, Chandler, you got a honey boy list to do? <laughs> I got the honey do list. You He's got, got the, the honey, honey boy, boy list. <laughs> we'll be with you late night again, Friday night, folks, uh, on the U.S. Sailor Fifth Quarter Calling Show. Hey, this is fun. Let's keep winning, man. Let's have these man, fun. Winning this is, is fun. fun. These, let's have these fun shows. <laughs> we got yeah. another call. Yes, yeah, fun. Surely good. Good times. Not, I'm too gonna, drunk for this. All right, you were, we're, we're leaving. We'll talk to them off the air. Thanks for tuning in, folks. Enjoyed it. We will see you uh, next Friday on the Bud Light pregame tailgate, USA Eight o'clock Quarter kickoff. Collins show. Yeah, we got a late one, so we'll start at 4 o'clock on Friday. Thanks to Parker's Barbecue for all the awesome pregame and postgame food. Check them out on Sunday for your NFL food. Should I... No, 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 okay. no, no. All right, I'm not going to say anything. Thanks to you, Taylor Heineke beat the <laughs> no, okay, you're Green right. Bay Packers. All right, I'm not going to start Rogers. I'm not going to start it. Uh, thanks to you, Will the Lions beat the Cowboys? Probably. Providing nah, the stats, awesome. Brown and Wood, drive of the game, orthopedic Steve's injury report, the Bucks scoreboard, and to Brandon Tate and his Atlantic Wireless U.S. Sailor stores for uh, sponsoring this program. And thanks to the great Pirate fans who called in, tuned in, gave us likes, had a good time with us tonight on the U.S. Sailor Fifth Quarter Calling Show for Shirley, Honey Boy, Weave. <laughs> I'm Cliff Brock. We'll see you next week on the Bud Light Pregame Tailgate and U.S. Sailor Fifth Quarter Calling Show. You have been listening to the U.S. Cellular Fifth Quarter Postgame Call-In Show. Join us next time for complete postgame coverage of East Carolina football, exclusively on Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation.